ears are popping. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, welcome to the first episode of the newly reformed podcast here, uh, called Auger and Friends. My name is Mike Auger, and I've got my friends here with me, E. Bob Robert Escalante, returning in person for the first time in a long time. It hasn't been that long, has it? Yeah, it has. Oh. In person? Oh, in person, yeah. We did in some person. zooms. Yeah. We've got uh, the dictator Matt Castro returning. Hello. It's uh, not Bond this time. <laughs> That's a shame. But there will be Bond references. There will 100% be Bond references. <laughs> there are always going to be Bond references in Matt's on the show. Yes. And we've got Lewis the motherfucking Viking. Well, hello, everyone. So, the I, it was actually a pretty good topic here for the inaugural episode of this. We're talking to MCU Phase 1. And this idea was actually brought up by Matt because he had just watched the Phase 1 movies a month or two ago. A couple months ago. Yeah. But for the first time. For the first time ever. Yes. Me, Lewis, and Robert have all seen most... You have not seen Incredible Hulk. That's the which, only one that I have not seen. It's debatable if it's really... It is canon to an extent. I guess. Thunderbolt Ross yeah. continues to appear. Yeah. The Him fucking up Manhattan is part of the canon, but that's pretty much it. Nick Cage is in the end of it, right? That's how they kind of bring it all Tony in. Stark is. Tony Stark is. Yeah. Um... I was going to say Nick Cage. Ghost Rider? So, I guess I guess we'll just start with um, with Iron Man, which is the first movie in this whole thing. They took a big chance making this movie, especially taking a big chance on Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Because he was a fucking mess before yeah, this. That was really the big chance. This, this movie might have... Might have worked with somebody else, but it wouldn't have worked nearly as well. His career was mostly back on training wheels at that point. He was on training wheels for sure, but he was like fresh out of he was like fresh out of jail a couple of years before. Was it just a few years before that? I don't think it was too much. I don't think it was too much longer before that. I don't think he was doing much before Iron Man. So kiss kiss bang bang, hundred percent the big risk. May have been it, like after jail before he did Iron Man. He was pretty. He was pretty fresh out. Yeah. So that was a huge rehab too, right? For sure. When they started, Disney already owned Marvel, right? No, no, they did not. Okay, so. Iron Man 1 came out they did not Strictly hurt. Marvel Studios And you can tell Because there's a stripper pole In the first Iron Man And I don't think That would have been In a post Well, that, movie. That, that was in his contract for Well sure. of course <laughs> Of course uh, He needed a hefty bag Of coke And eight strippers That's why they yeah. cut That scene so fast The stripper pole comes out And it's like That's it Scene yeah. well, But that I mean, was the, the Trillion dollar dice roll On Robert Downey Jr And it, it worked In everyone's favor Well if you can remember Terrence Howard Was the highest paid actor In this movie so oh, shit. That oh, just he? shows you where they were at at this time, and yeah. boy, did he fuck up as yeah. we go on here. Yeah, he he so really did. He was exited out of Iron Man two just due to contract disputes, or he wanted more money. After one, after one he did the. He, yeah, did he the, didn't make it to two. Yeah, yeah. he did the, the as I call it. He did the classic uh, Jack Lord Felix Lighter thing, where he wanted. Oh, top, is that what he did? The, the classic Jack Lord. <laughs> uh, he wanted he wanted uh, equal billing with RDJ, and he wanted uh, the more money. Yeah. And they said you're expendable. Get the Go, fuck out goodbye. of here. Yeah, the yeah. movie's called Iron Man. The movie's called Iron Man. We're not making a War Machine movie. Exactly. So, this movie, they really try to keep it grounded in reality. Um, huh? What? Iron Man. Yeah. As much as they can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not the Thor yet. Hold your horses. <laughs> I'm here to be the cynic. <laughs> oh, you also don't have an iron suit that uh, shoots uh, like laser blasters at home, that, that you can slam into the ground and don't become spaghetti inside? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have that. Shake it, not stir. Shake it, not stir. <laughs> that would have been a great line if he opened up the helmet. Like shake it. But, but not my stirred. point is, compared to where we end up with Iron Man, dude, you have no idea. 
what this suit does further on down the road. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, sure. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it gets way more goofy. But um, it's for the most part, it's somewhat. I mean, they bring it back for M Bay. I mean, it gets it's it's worst in like Iron Man two and three. You yeah, get some stuff, and you're like, just did that like early on. This whole movie. I mean, we wouldn't even need this whole movie. We've just done that Iron right Man away, 3 especially. Uh, it gets rough. This one though is a lot more, um, for all intents and purposes, practical. Right. Yeah, well, he builds the first, you know, little suit uh, prototype, right, I, I, in the I, I, desert, in a cave. In a cave, which obviously is very realistic. That's where you should definitely build war machine That's suits. That's where I build right. mine, yeah. in the middle of Afghanistan. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call this uh, realistic. I'd call it just small scale. It's just a small scale movie. Marvel had, a, like, I, I did some research into how these things got started, because I'm the one who missed these. I just never got into them, never saw them. Um, and this whole thing started basically because Marvel wanted to make an Avengers movie. But nobody, and they realized they had the rights to the Avengers. But they didn't have the rights to their biggest properties, uh, you know, Spider-Man and X-Men. Um, and so they, but they figured, well, nobody knows, and the, yeah, and the Hulk. And they were like, well, nobody knows who's these, who these characters are, so we have to do movies to get there. So they had a, for Hollywood standards, relatively small line of credit. It was a revolving $500 million line of credit yeah. to make these movies with. And they obviously it ended up being fabulously successful. So yeah. um, I wouldn't, again, like, I wouldn't call it, Realistic, they're just smaller movies because they had to make smaller movies to build up to the bigger movie because that's what the money they have. To have that foresight in the Hollywood is impressive because Hollywood is a bunch of dipshits, though. I don't know if it's (laughs) foresight, I think it was necessity because it was the only option they had. Look at DC, they try to show it all in like two movies and then bang, Justice League. Well, at that point, they're just copying the success of Marvel. I think Marvel was like, and they fucked it up. We and they they fucked it up. I think think Marvel was just like, we want to make Avengers. We have these characters, but nobody knows who these characters are for the most part. Yeah. People like me don't know who Iron Man is. I don't think I had heard of Iron Man before. Well, we've already had, what, yeah, at that point, was the Garfield? What? When did the Garfield uh, Spider Man movies come? Andrew Garfield? Oh, yeah. I want to say those might have been after. Were those, were those it was after, after Iron, Iron Man? Man? Yeah. But, so at this point, we've already had three Spider Man films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've had several, so several, several, three, TV, yeah, and then several TV shows. Yeah. Uh, the first Hulk movie had already come out. Um, X Men, X Men, probably a couple X Men movies. Ghost Rider, yeah, Blade. Yeah. Uh, so like all, all those movies were already you know already working, and uh, so I, I get why they're okay. No one there was an Iron Man cartoon show, but not a lot on Iron Man. You know he didn't have his own live action anything like that. hadn't hadn't been in movies yet. Um, it's hard to do him probably on like live action television. Well, here's um, here's the thing. And I'm going to sound like a hipster saying this, but I liked Iron Man before it was cool. I fucking grew up being the hugest Iron Man fan ever. I had all the comics. So when I heard, when I saw the first um, uh, image of what the suit looked like, yeah. oh my God, I was like a fucking little kid. And that's a nervous moment too, because oh yeah. a lot of times Hollywood will take creative uh, you know, uh, spins yep. on things and you're yep. like, hmm. That all looks really good. Everything yeah. still holds up very well, I think. The effects, for the most part, yeah. the suit looks really good. Well, like you said, I think because they did go more low-key, they didn't go so over the top with yeah. all the CGI in the first Iron Man, and like they, they eventually do in 2 and 3. The budgetary restrictions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 1's going to age better than 2 and 3 does, for sure. Well, here's the thing, too, Matt. Um, for sure. Let me put this into context. When I say realistic, I'm not saying this movie's realistic, but when you start here sure. and you end... With a space alien with magical gems that can do anything. Yes. And a huge war with all kinds of aliens and different characters. That's what I'm talking about. That's what gets and much that's weirder fair. later. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a comic thing though, right? Where yes. it's like comics started with 
not with Superman, but like you start with Superman, and it's like he's an alien and he can yeah. run really fast. And, Simple. And yeah. and he's uh, faster than a speeding bullet, and he's whatever. And then you get to Justice League, and he's very mucky. Like, right. Exactly. A whole, and then, lot of stuff yeah, on. and then cut to thirty years later, and it's yeah. like we ran out of ideas. So there's a guy that controls the galaxy because yeah. you just have to keep building. So that's that's comic booky yeah. in itself. Yeah, it's, but this is simple, which I, I like. As far as Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark, um, oh man, he's he's fabulous. a fucking man. And I was worried because I told Matt this in the comics. Tony Stark was not like this. He wasn't whimsical and cracking jokes. And not really. He was more like depressed, brooding kind of guy. I told him he's a lot like fucking Bond, dude. Yeah, to be quite honest. Batman, now I'm curious about Iron Man comics. Yeah, you're like right. Bond. It's a mix between Bond and Batman because yeah. he's got the technology. He's got the company. He's also a billionaire. Right. And, yeah. And then the confliction with him making weapons is His a part of. Are dead. Right. You know. He's Batman. He's just let's be clear. Yeah, he's, with a fancy suit. He's, he's Batman with a fancy suit. With way better one-liners, let me tell you. Yeah, but Batman true. was never an alcoholic womanizer like he is Tony a, Stark. He's in Snyder's world. I was gonna say. Yeah. I'm sure there's, <laughs> there's some, several. Uh, I'm sure there's some version of Batman where, where uh, you know Batman's got himself into trouble. Again, this is the other thing with Batgirl, comics. Catwoman, anybody else who's female in a suit. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Batman's kind of bed everybody. Oh yeah, well, that was a, yeah, that was a like, fair point. The yeah, Batman's quietly bed everyone. The the Killing Joke, the the uh, movie a couple years ago had Batman sleeping with I think Barbara Gordon. Was it was it Barbara Gordon? Yeah. Okay. So this in cartoon form, I think he sleeps with Harley Quinn too. Yeah, Batman gets around. Batman is horny as hell. He's slut. He's kind of a slut. Well, he's, he acts like he doesn't want it to. Like, no, stop. Wait. <laughs> well, Tony Stark... Why are you fiddling around okay. in my utility belts? <laughs> he is a, Tony he Stark is definitely on. a womanizer in this. Oh, yeah. Tony oh, Stark yeah, is the yeah, one yeah, coming yeah, on of these yeah, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. The first one, for sure. Batman's yeah. just so uh, brooding and so troubled that all these women think they can fix him with their vaginas. Everyone wants to fix somebody. So what about the Joker, guys? How do you feel about the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I like that. That's a whole nother show. Um... But, like, I love the introduction of Stark. Well, we see him in Afghanistan. Yeah. He, you know, he gets fucked up. He's just a businessman going over there. Yeah. But it flashes yeah. back to Vegas. Yeah. He plays it very, very well, too. He doesn't even show up for his own humanitarian award. He's yeah. at the fucking table <laughs> rolling That's dice. Awesome. That's where I'd be. Yeah. A reporter who's up his ass about making weapons, he ends up sleeping with her. Hell yeah. And the fucking mansion is spot on from the comics. Like where he's at, like on the ocean, like that. It's oh, is that from the comics? Straight from the comics, dude. Okay. So was cool. the origin. The only difference is they changed it. I think from was it like Vietnam in the yeah, original Iron Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would make well, that it was in the sixties, yeah, yeah, appropriate. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, to I, Afghanistan. I mean, the origin is it's it's interesting, but it's it, logic doesn't matter in these movies. But this idea that he could build a suit in a cave. While a terrorist organization, he's also a genius, man. No, I, no, no, Just I, so you know. no, no, I know, and that's right. fine. But the the idea that he could he could build a uh, an Iron Man suit, he reminded me. Remember the Iron Giant had, that night? He, he also has his like. genius homeboy in there who well, gets shot to pieces. But were the were the terrorists not watching? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. There's certain rules, okay? They have to, like, pray to a certain angle, all right? They only blow up once a day, names and why. Once a day um, at noon when they pray, Tony's like, okay, we got five minutes. <laughs> I think we should pay for Matt to go to MIT and take a few classes and see if he can build us an Iron Man suit. Absolutely I, I, I right. I think he will be. I can't. I can't. I'm saying it. That's I, why we're sending you to MIT. I, 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 sure. Did you not hear the beginning? He graduated uh, cum laude, whatever the fuck, from MIT at 14 years old. I'm just saying it'd be really hard to <laughs> build a weapon suit with cameras on you all day long. At some point, somebody's going to be like, I wonder what that missile's doing. 
No, it's like a nuke, but it's in like human suit form with guns on the sides. But it's still a nuclear weapon. We promise. <laughs> I feel like an alien talking about these movies. Oh yeah, no one accused terrorists of being fucking like really smart. All right. Okay, moving on. So he escapes, and he's got a press conference, and you know he's kind of conflicted with the weapons shit, right? So the, most of the rest of this movie is him working out the kinks with this Iron Man suit. Yeah. He's taking it for test flights. Well, his whole company is used to building weapons of mass destruction and, and loading up shitty, you know, rebellious regimes with bad weapons. So yeah. he's like, all right, we're going to next on all that. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that he whipped the dick so hard out of this uh, character that... Feasibly, and 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 I, I think Marvel's got a good thing going where they're not rebooting every other movie. Um, I don't think they'll ever bring Tony Stark back on film uh, if Tony, if Robert Downey Jr. refuses to do it again. I will bet you a million dollars right now that that gets rebooted in a couple years. <laughs> not in a couple of years. They'll, they'll give it a time. But I mean, with Batman, there's literally three Batman right this second who could be are going to be on film in the next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Bat, uh, ben Affleck's rumored to come back to do a Killing Joke movie with Jared Leto. We already saw Twilight like, like, Batman. Yeah, I, well, I we already idea. saw Twilight I I Batman and Michael Keaton's back to do the Flash movie. That's three fucking Batman, same exact character. We're, we're all going to see on film in one. You year. had me until you said Jared Leto. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, so oh, but I, I I like that he there's I mean Robert Downey Jr. owns this fucking character. Yes, and, and I'd love to see the new stuff. And Marvel's putting a lot of new stuff out there, so that's very exciting. But man, he owns. If if anybody else does it. Everyone will immediately shit all over it. Because one, he's been Tony Stark forever. One of the best scenes in, in this movie, Iron Man, it still holds up as one of my favorite scenes in any movie of all time for me. Every time I see it, I get goosebumps and a lump in my throat. It's when he um, finds out that Obdai Stain has sold weapons to these terrorists and they're holding down Yemen. And um, the Ten Rings are there and they're like, you know, throwing all these women and children and trucks and they're going to kill that dad and he's got the gun he's got him at gunpoint right there and then you just hear boom and he slams down to the ground and just starts fucking shit up dude oh yeah well, it's the cool. first time he starts shooting repulsors at everybody he punches a dude and he goes flying into the wall i, I was fucking awesome dude and then the the um the dog the dog fighting scene with the jets that whole thing oh, to me is the best action scene in this entire movie. That scene where he like saves the village is really good. And I like when superhero movies do superheroes. Well that was like the now. first unveiling of the new suit, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah, he gets a new suit and he's like, Alright, cool, we'll go yeah, and then just flies whips, over. whips that ass. I just like when superhero movies do superhero stuff because yeah. now they don't really do that all that much anymore. It's yeah. them fighting the aliens, them oh, fighting the blue the laser, them fighting the military. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun to see superheroes just like rescue people. Yeah. Well, and this what I my main problem with most superhero movies is the fights like don't ever wind up being like worthy of a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Like what I love about Man of Steel is they get after it. All in a Superman movie, you don't get to see them like knock each other through like buildings or it's like one punch, two punch, well the fight's over, Superman won. Like they're always lame as shit, but Man of Steel they really went after. That's the one thing I feel I like all the lead up stuff in the Iron Man movie except for the 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 what is the Ironmonger? Is, yeah, what what is even his like but 
that that fight is so lame. They it, they get it on for like literally eight seconds, and Iron, so Iron Man's already like out of power. It is a super lame fight. Yeah, I agree. It, he's already out of juice by the time the fight even starts, <laughs> and then he re- relies on the reactor to explode to kill Iron Man. Pepper Potts yeah. saving the day. But it's Holy but Christ. so it's so weak shit when you have like okay, so he throws the card in, and you know Iron Man can lift the car up. Cool, you guys could just beat each other with cars. Let's just do that. Like, It's funny, your complaint about this, like with Man of Steel, and oh, goddamn, we keep going back to DC, but... Um, oh, it's a good parallel. Like Man of Steel, yeah. that's what everybody hated about that movie, was it was just punchy, punchy, through yeah. Yeah, all Hell the yeah. fucking buildings. You're two impervious no, no. beings that can almost take no damage. He violent and he killed people, which is not what Man of Steel is. That's why they hated it. They didn't hate it because of the fight scenes, per se, because the fight scenes are fucking out of this world. They hated because his character was not the character. Well, he only killed uh, uh, Zod, right? They killed Zod at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because he's about to murder people with his dumb face. A lot of people didn't like that. Well, fuck them. All right. <laughs> I, I concur. Cheers. I like Batman <laughs> killing people too. I like the Ben Affleck dude who shoots Actually, up the place. Because like obviously, the, like, I like the fucking idiots who are like they're defending Batman. He's like technically he didn't really kill anyone in like Batman or Superman. Dude, he blew the shit out of everything in that. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the funny part too. Yeah, I mean, Bat, uh, Superman, you know, from from his standpoint of fighting on these you know larger scale fights, kills more innocent people than he does the bad people for sure. You got Zod and two bad guys. They're knocking over buildings. I mean, Ben Affleck shows it in Batman vs Superman. Buildings are falling like giant skyscrapers are falling over left and right because him and Zod are knocking each other through freaking walls. It's like, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of innocent people had to die today. I should um, change this to DCU. <laughs> yeah, that was one. DCU versus Marvel. Uh, with with Marvel, they they're fine for the most part. I mean, the the it's not in phase one, but I'm gonna jump on it anyways. But one thing I don't adore, and I, even though it's very true to the comics, and they are bringing him back in the MCU in the next Spider-Man film, is uh, Daredevil. Daredevil adheres so hard to the the very Batman Superman esque of not killing people. Where a lot of these other heroes are like, oh yeah, we, we don't kill people, we're fine. And then like Captain America's like throwing dudes with grenades on them through walls. They're like, oh yeah, that guy's fucking dead. Uh, everybody kills somebody in the Marvel Universe. They just quietly don't talk about it. They're like, oh yeah, that guy's fucking dead. It's funny, you mentioned um, the fight scenes and how they're not very epic scale in these Phase 1 movies at least. I would argue that out of all these movies, the one fight that is like that is in The Incredible Hulk at the fucking end. Yeah. Because they tear shit up. They go through all the fucking buildings. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a Man of Steel-esque fight scene at the end of that movie. But but we won't touch too much on it. I showed you guys, you know, that other scene. He doesn't kill the bad guy at the end. Just spoiler alert. Oh, good. So he just did a lot of I told them he's in fucking Shang-Chi. Yeah. So... Uh, never ending I like whenever that. the government puts a bad guy somewhere they're like oh yeah you go there and they're like two two movies later like oh he got out again <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he got out again that's like, like a fucking door around yeah. here what are we talking about yeah Ravencroft and <laughs> Arkham Asylum are the two worst prison systems okay, in the history yeah, of yeah they're Asylum really for the sure. worst yeah, that's, yeah. that's every Batman story yeah. Joker has escaped again yeah um so this brings us to Iron Man 2 and Tony Stark had a uh post credit scene at the end of Incredible Hulk. Thunderbolt Ross is in a bar taking shots. Tony Stark comes in. He's like, oh, we're putting a team together. And Thunderbolt Ross is like, who's we? And then Tony Stark just winks at the camera. And that's the end of that. Tony Stark, uh, 
uh, flashes his new money clip. Yeah, he like, wings ah. and just zips. The post credit scene for Iron Man 1 is probably the most famous. Which is Samuel L. Jackson. I don't say the most famous, but oh, yeah. it was what I think started it all. Showing up as Nick Fury. He says, I am Iron. Because Tony Stark has told yeah, everybody yeah. I'm Iron. himself right. literally at the end of the first movie. Right. In the comics, the cover was Iron Man is Tony Stark's He's bodyguard. bodyguard, yeah. So. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stupid people in the comic book universe. <laughs> but to be fair, it's not Superman and then... Yeah, <laughs> I'm Clark Kent. I've got glasses. I know I look exactly like the guy, but I got the hair. I got the hair. I got the hair. Yeah, I got the hair. Yeah, at least Iron Man's in a suit. You can't see his. No, dumb Clark's face. curl goes this way. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, mine goes to the right hand. I see? guess it's like it's like Spider Man too, where Peter Parker's always like, "Well, I don't know Spider Man, but I know where to find him." It's like uh, <laughs> he might be Spider Man. But guys. at least Marvel has these guys in masks. That's true. You know, you have Superman flying around like, with like. Wait, yeah, hang on. No Marvel, one recognize me without these glasses. Marvel doesn't really do the secret identity thing. They really no, does, they really don't. They out themselves pretty continuously. Well, to be fair, secret identities are stupid. They're stupid. Their whole thing is like... The only one I really like it for is Batman. Yes. Uh, it works for Batman, yeah. But it's the only but one the I like it for. Any person for Superman, it's any stupid. Any smart person right. figure out who yeah, Bruce Wayne is. for sure. <laughs> but for, for Superman, it's stupid. And then for all the other heroes, who gives a shit? But Batman's the only one that actually has some sort of duality yeah, that Spider-Man makes sense. About. Well, the whole point I of Batman that. is the duality of yeah. Batman Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne's is right. like crazy playboy. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Spider-Man makes sense though, because of all the villains coming after him personally. Well, he so he did yeah. it to protect his and family May and yeah. shit like that. Sure, but. But if, so, you're, if you're Superman and you're impervious to everything, you don't really need to protect fuck yourself. No. Well, you're and, I mean, there was Lois Lane, but he barely gave a shit about her. Let's be real. That was a one night stand gone wrong. I mean, you know. Should have X-rayed Hot take. that that baby out of there. Oh, <laughs> oh no! It's just, all right. Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, all right. Now back uh, to E-Bomb and why he hates women in the MCU. Let's go. All right, this show's over. <laughs> no further questions. Um, so Nick Fury says, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. So yeah. we're like, oh, fuck. This is yeah. where they're going, right? I mean, I rolled my eyes, but sure. Shut up, Matt. Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> You have to be there. Um, yes, no, actually, that is the yeah, thing I, I want to talk came, about for, sure. for this whole thing. All is I heard was Avengers, and I, I swear someone's like, ah! Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Someone finished when they heard someone Avengers. Someone filled a sock. Yes. But that, that, that I, I guess we can touch on this as the, as the podcast goes on. But the thing I discovered in, in, uh, uh, in watching all of these for I'm the first right. time I'm right. is that this might be a you-had-to-be-there sort of thing to get this excited about. Them. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but it's it's real hard to get excited about this. Twelve it's, years. You're right. It is fact. real hard. It, moving on, moving on to Iron Man two. <laughs> All right. So what came next? Now we're we're doing Iron, the no, first phase, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're in Iron Man two. Iron Man two is fucking awful. Yeah. Awful is a strong word. Here's my hot no, take. It's fucking terrible. I like Iron Man two more than Iron Man one. Get the fuck out of here. There's a lot of people I know that say and that Flash that is terrible and character. I'll, he is, and he gets progressively worse. He does. He I is agree. way better when he's just like the prison escapee who's got like a bone to pick because his dad stole the arc reactor. Yes. And he's got the cool whips, but then he gets a full suit and he's lame as shit. And then so they, they bring in War Machine, and you're like, okay, it's not bad. Ooh, look, Iron Man's a drunk. And War Machine knows how to operate a suit just to fucking immediately. That's so condescending and so stupid. It makes the audience feel like such idiots. Like any moron could jump in this goddamn suit and say, oh, well, he's a pilot. So fucking what? Tony Stark programmed this for geniuses to be able to operate this shit. They it's continue adorable. that theme too down the road. It's adorable that you could fly a fighter pilot jet that doesn't fucking anything to do with a goddamn War Machine suit. 
Uh, it just is so dumb. Oh my god. Here's and then the, the thing, it, so so you get the whole fucking movie, and now there's these robot, you know, these uh, autonomous like iron suits, wherever. Uh, skipping right to the end. Spoiler: This movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> Wow. So, so then Iron Man shoots this little fucking mini weird laser that kills all of them at one time instantly. And I think they even make a comment like, you should have just done that at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you're going to whip out one gun that just murdered the whole room. Well, technically it was both Iron Man and Wonder Machine with the fancy. No, that's at the very end. He does a thing where he kills all the Antomina suits where oh, it's just okay. like his little beam yeah, thing. Yeah, he kills them all that. instantly. And it's such a weird, like, shitty plot hole that you're just like, eh, why? Well, we get that in Iron Man 3, too. I, I feel like they just did that to hole. just, like, hey, we, we're running out of time in this movie. We need to sum up this fight scene right away. Can you just kill all of them instantly? I mean, all these movies are, like, two hours and six minutes. So that might be that might be the explanation. I'll tell you the here's, best scene in this. Here's my, here's my counterpoint to that. And I don't disagree with anything you no, just said. I love parts of it. I yeah. disagree 100% with him, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll, that. When Whitflesh, like, cuts the, the race car in half, I got tingles. Yeah, it's great Iron Man pulls out the suitcase. The fucking suitcase armor is, again, one of the best fucking scenes. He pulls out the suitcase and just goes... I got goosebumps. That is phase one. I got goosebumps when that shit happens. That was badass. But then when he's taking, like, the whip around him and it's ripping up the suit, he just gives zero fuck. That's a great scene. But it's so short. But that half of the movie ends where that movie's great. The rest of it is awful. True. It drops way the fuck off. True. See, the thing is, is... I like the robot death scene at the end. As, uh, as, I don't like that. As so these stupid. movies progress, they, they get a lot cooler with the graphics and all the computer and, you know, all, all that shit. And you lose some of the story, I think. Well, Whiplash in the first half of that film is a great character. Agreed. But, but then he's just that. he's like, just a shittier killmonger or like, shittier ro- robot monger like, or whatever in Iron, the second half of it. Iron, Iron Man monger. and, like, his suits and the technology has only gotten cooler the more we progress in the MCU. However, the story, especially for Iron Man, in my opinion, has not actually. Well, after it's, it's three, after rest. three, even Robert Downey Jr. Like, they, they, they all did. Rest. After three, Robert Downey Jr. is even like, let's stop making full fucking Iron Man movies. He's like, I'm a great character, and Agreed. we have a lot yeah. of fun things we can do. He's like, I'm not gonna do any more Iron Man. And movies. it was only because, honestly, if you get like a good screenwriter behind it and a good director, you'll make a good movie. I, Robert Downey Jr. did not like Iron Man two either. Um, I, here's the reason why. Here, here's why this movie suffers. This movie is just a commercial for the Avengers. That's all it is. All these movies are a commercial for the Avengers. Not like this, though. They got Nick Fury meeting up at the donut shop. Black Widow is being introduced for no fucking reason. That's true. And she's Um, pretty useless in this movie. She's pretty awful. And then they tell Iron Man at the end, like, uh, we want you to be a consultant. We don't want you on the team. But then in Avengers, he's just on the team. They've got Coulson showing up, but now he's got to go to New Mexico. Yeah. Then they've got the shield, the oh, Captain America shield. Oh, what's he going to New Mexico for? Yeah. They've got the Best Captain America shield. <laughs> There's a hammer, baby, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's a, it, it is a commercial for Avengers. But can I give why I like this movie more? No. Go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> because we all know, if anybody if anybody heard the James Bond podcast, we all know that I like some schlock. And this movie is pretty bad, but in all the right ways, for me. It is schlocky, I agree. It's very schlocky, I mean, and I will say this, I will say this, I liked Iron Man 1 fine, it was okay, but I remembered almost nothing from it. To me, it was just so vanilla. And in this movie, they were at least, there was some weird stuff going on, you not in a good like way. It because Iron Man's a drunk this whole film. You're well, like, I, like I can relate. I, like, <laughs> I yes. too would like to have eight martinis before I fire someone in the face with a repulsive blaster. Yeah, that's a great time. That's called a party. 
But I like no, but like legitimately, I like the fact that it was a little bit weirder. Iron Man is is dying. He's a superhero who can't save himself. He's dying. He's a drunk. He's melting down. I do like what, that part of it. What he's, would happen? His like, own suit's killing him. Yeah, his own suit yeah. is killing him. Like, that's kind of a cool concept. Yeah. I just don't disagree. I don't think it's a good movie. I don't think most of these are good movies. No. But it's a... It's. I don't like... I do not Fuck like Whiplash. I think I, Whiplash I, is a So bad here's the problem. Movie. I genuinely really like the you first one. You knew what you were bringing me in for. <laughs> I, I think the first one's a good movie. And I think Jeff Bridges is a fabulous villain. I just think they, they gave him a short. I think before he even gets in the suit, he's amazing. He's this fatherly figure yeah. that's like buddy-buddy that fucking dicks him over and then finds the technology that he knows is better than the stuff he's got. And I think up until the point he gets in the suit, he's a fabulous villain. That's the problem I have. Jeff Bridges is great until you see him in rush CGI the suit. Well, and, and but the like, same oh. thing with part two, I think Whiplash is a fabulous villain up until they put him in the dumb robot suits. If it's just him with these electric whips ripping the shit out of Iron Man's gear, yeah, that'd be fun. To, that's to get, great. To get back I, liked, to Iron, I liked the other villain better. I like Hammer. To like, get back uh, to Iron Man 1, though, it's funny. Uh, Obadiah Stane, Jeff Bridges' character, tells one of the guys exactly what you were thinking. Because he's like, get this arc reactor working. We can't do it. We don't have the technology. It doesn't exist. And he's like... Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> yes. He's a great Jeff Bridges. I mean, obviously, fantastic actor. He is a so great... So is Mickey Rourke. Mickey uh, Rourke's amazing. He's, Mickey Rourke's great. I don't love Mickey Rourke in this... In I don't, It didn't do it for me. In well, this, the problem in, is, this I think most actors have a rough time when you're like, all right, so you're up to your balls in CGI here throughout totally, this movie, totally. so I need you to Mickey Rourke Especially if you're scene. an older, more, yeah. like, I don't want to say classically trained, but both those guys kind of are. They're yeah, older actors. You old can school. imagine the amount of practical effects that went into him with whips in his hand. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. shit out gets, of things. To move and versus him in a robot right. suit that's just like burr, burr, Jeff Bridges Jeff though has kind of become a cartoon character oh some for sure experience with some whips in his hands though oh oh my yeah, <laughs> yeah he was in a, several bondage films in the 80s yeah that was just his pastime <laughs> <laughs> just what he did for fun he's trashed Marvel a lot since Mickey since Rourke yeah Mickey Rourke yeah. yeah but all these uh, also Mickey Rourke has eaten like a bathtub of heroin <laughs> yes. so who the fuck cares what he says all these jabronis <laughs> that left though and Batsmouth Marvel have yeah. not fucking worked again yeah right. yeah yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, point yeah, yeah. same with Terry Tower let's just say none of them have but, illustrious careers afterwards but that yeah. goes back to like like love it or hate it like that Kevin Figgy overlord that you know that had his hands in the pot this it's what DC time. needed yeah it's exactly 100% what it's what Star Wars needed yeah and yeah. you know this well, guy they're trying to rectify literally he fucking kept it all together mm, yeah. and look what we got at the end Infinity War and Endgame you know, I keep seeing posts that they're gonna basically rewrite all of the post sequels for Star Wars out of canon um, oh. and uh, and Favreau and uh, Filoni are gonna just completely well, change everything let, let's not kid ourselves too with, with the impact especially phase one of these movies had on the rest of Hollywood Everybody tried to copy them after well, this. Literally, everyone sure. started like, universe really like, the monster movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they tried their own, but they tried their detriment. own monster universe, <laughs> yeah. and that flopped. Shared hard. universe, yeah. Shared universe. Blue light in the sky. Not, I mean, not well, everything needs a shared universe. So, just to wrap on Iron Man two, um, what do we think about the uh, change to um, Don Cheadle as a? Uh, I like John Cheadle honestly. I like Don Cheadle better than yeah. Terrence Howard. Yeah. yeah. Terrence Howard does nothing in the first movie. No. Yeah. Literally, his I most important line is he looks at the suit and he says, like next time, baby, or something like that. Right. And, uh, because we're setting up sequels, yeah, don't you know? Yeah, but he was so unimportant in the first movie, and um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, also, I, feel, I feel bad for him. I feel like he could have been. I feel in, bad for him, but... <laughs> well, I, I don't like when 
when movies change actors like mid trilogies and anything like that, I always find it abrupt and kind of like, eh, all right. No one can tell the diddly difference. But Don Cheadle, yeah, like, don't worry. It's a, it's a random, skinnier, way darker black guy. It's, it's fine, another black right? guy. It's fine. It's another black guy. <laughs> all right, all He's right. Let's uh, back this up and then. No, but that, that's, oh, everyone's thinking it. But that's, everyone's thinking it. That's how they. But it's, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, don't worry. A guilty white audience yeah, won't acknowledge so that right. it's a different black dude here. It's like, no, no, no. Like, right. So, that's why I feel like Terrence Howard is slighted on that second one. I, I didn't realize until much later that he was a giant diva and one and this and that. And really, his career took a massive shit. So, yeah. uh, good on you, buddy. You probably should have just rode that Disney MCU wave and made all the money in the world like Don Cheadle is now going to the bank. He's getting his own week. series, too, isn't he? Uh, God, he's getting a... He's getting a I heard War um, Machine's getting his own I series. I getting a Disney I, I really Plus series. Yeah. I like Don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, he's flat as shit. Um, there's nothing exciting. I like Don Cheadle a lot. Uh, his but, career may be over after the Space Jam movie, but... Oh, was he in Space Jam? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Guy now, right? no, yeah. you, you know that was Marvel's thinking. They were like, ooh, we got Terrence Howard. The, pro- the, problem, is, Cheetah, the, the problem is War Machine has always been the little bitch to Iron Man. He was never very exciting in the comics. He was never very exciting in the cartoons. He was always like the butt. He was the Robin to freaking Iron Man. Which is right. interesting because if you look at the two on paper, War Machine seems like the far more yeah. superior. He was always like, he, he was fucking built to kill, dude. Yeah. He was I, fucking I, built to kill. Yeah, he got machine guns and Iron Man got the fucking laser guns, all right? So what? I like that part in Iron Man 2 where they're like kidding up uh, uh, War Machine with all, all the guns and stuff. One of the coolest like recent storylines they did in the comics, and I actually picked up a few comics of this, is they put Frank Castle... A.K.A. the, the fucking Punisher, Punisher in yeah. the War Machine. Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that would make more sense for sure. <laughs> and he had the skull and everything. Dude, yeah. he looked fucking dude, badass. That's actually another really dark one that I would love to see. Actually, like Marvel and Feige kind of get their hands on. That'd be really. They do. Cool. They're gonna bring it in. Oh, they're they they're bringing Charlie Cox in as uh, as the, have you seen the Netflix. Netflix uh, oh yeah, but that doesn't count. Yeah, it does. 100% all this shit's no, canon. they're gonna, they're gonna bring it in as canon. Because they're bringing Charlie Cox in as uh, MCU's Daredevil. Okay. So they're going to bring in Homeboy as MCU's Punisher. Kingpin 2 is going to be in um, something I yeah, just Yeah, whatever. Saw. I'm fine with it. I would uh, love Denofrio. to see Yeah. Well, he's fabulous. Yeah. He's old as shit, too. He's like 60-something years old. Who's with, uh, William, Vincent uh, DeFario or whatever. Denofrio, yeah. Denofrio, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's, in the, he's a big he? boy, too. He put on some fucking bike. Ooh, okay. Um, um, but he's a fabulous Kingpin. He's the best Kingpin they've ever had. Wait, not uh, Michael Clark Duncan? Hey man, rest in peace, baby. I love R. Michael R. Clark R. Duncan. R. R. Michael R. Clark Duncan, black belt jujitsu. Respect, mad respect all day, every day. But no, Vincent D'Onofrio acts his dick balls off as Kingpin. Hmm. So this, the post credit scene for this movie is Coulson in New Mexico. He it's calls Nick Thor, Fury right? and yeah. says, I found it, and there's Thor's hammer laying in the dirt. I, to me, this is one of the best post-credit scenes in all these in the, in the Phase One movies. Well, it actually alludes to what's next, as opposed to just open-ended, like shit's happening. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For context, this was we the got only, shit going on here, folks. This was the only uh, movie I saw in theaters. Uh, this is the only Marvel movie that I saw. Iron in Man theaters. Two. Yeah, when it first came out, I did see it in theaters, and even in that post-credit scene, I was like, "Oh, I I know what's going on here." Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. I know. I know hey, that. there's a hammer. It's a hammer. Okay, I get it. I'm gonna check out for the next 11 years. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back in a while. So let's talk about Thor. Let's oh not. Bye. I'm already half chub right now. I need, another, I need another beer. I'm getting <laughs> there, folks. Let me just start off by saying, Chris Hemsworth is ooh la la. Oh my oh, yeah. god! <laughs> they throw him in the gratuitous shirtless scene, and he's like, "Dude, I haven't eaten a carb in nine months. Like, I better be like." Pantsless, shirtless, uh, at, no ass double. I want it all in this movie. 
Um, they, he's like, he, they have like a mud wrestling scene in this movie too. He's like, I want all of it. I want all the femme. Like, so he's he fights uh, oh, one of the yeah. He is he fights one of the guards. He has no like, powers. Yeah, he has no powers. He fights one of the guards en route to get his hammer back, and he's like covered in mud, and he's like fighting this other dude. They're struggling and okay. shit. And, yeah. Takes his pants Seeds off. Seeds flying everywhere in theaters. Yeah. Just in, just Ladies' panties keep hitting the movie theater screen for no reason. Uh, yeah. That would have been... That would have been... So I fun. like Thor 1. Uh-huh. I will agree Thor 2 Dark World is shit. Um, so I think this movie's terrible. No, fuck you. You got Tony <laughs> Hopkins laying it down. Is Odin... Um, yeah, so let's talk about some dicks. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Anthony. So Hopkins. all the archetypes in this movie are fabulous. Natalie Portman, I can leave her take. All right, let's, I'm being force fed her in this next movie. No, she has nothing. She's she does nothing. She gets to say, "Oh my god." Um, okay, why do we hear Matt's take on this? Why do we keep? Here's my first question. Why do we keep casting Natalie Portman in franchises? Because I, I res- she's a great actress. She's beautiful. Oscar award winning very talented but for some reason you put her in a franchise and it falls totally flat she's terrible in this terrible in this yeah, and terrible as Queen Amidala awful in Star Wars yeah. awful in Star Wars why do we keep thinking you know what, she Natalie acts her bald head ass off in V for Vendetta so no, that's no, no. why V for Vendetta is yeah. fantastic that's a great film you know um, what though everyone in Star Wars is pretty horrible so it's not all her fault I'm just saying that we now have two <laughs> I thought instances. Jar Jar did a great job and you can shut the fuck up <laughs> I think Ewan McGregor was fabulous. Ewan McGregor carries the trilogy for sure. Really it's his. It's his movies. But anyway, no more Natalie Portman in franchises. She's not good. Also, this idea—it's kind of the same problem that she had in Star Wars. Where in Star Wars, she's supposed to fall in love with Anakin. Where really, it should just be like, "You're hot. I'm hot. Let's fuck." She's about to the yell end. date rape at several points in the Star Wars universe. And turns yes, around, that's she's true. like, "I've never wanted you more than right, right now." Exactly. And even Anakin's like, "What the fuck?" Like, he is so... Like, you never wanted Actually, me more. I, I, the best scene in that... You, me, too, me 30 minutes ago. I, I believe it was statutory rape in Star Wars. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe. No. <laughs> he was, he I, don't know, I don't know how little little Anakin got. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and he was a Padawan, but he was a he was a Jedi Master by the time he got done with her. You know what I'm saying? We're moving on from this. We're moving on from this. <laughs> on from this. this Natalie Portman, d- uh, when he transforms into Thor before he's fighting the Destroyer, yeah. oh God. her reaction, oh, oh my God. God. And she's like, it's a good look. I'm like, what in the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Okay, so I have, I have a lot to say about this movie. First of all, I love how 90% of it is shot in the middle of the desert because they were like we blew all the cash on those first two Iron Man <laughs> hey man the the, the and the Thor, CGI for Incredible Hole oh god the four yeah. sets are fabulous my, right? my set in Nas or, yeah come on Asgard my second on. favorite part of this movie Asgard is looks fantastic Idris Elba standing in his Power Ranger uniform oh, clearly swinging dicks clearly not knowing what's going on at all and he's just like this fucking shit check down to clear dude, Idris Elba's a fa- fabulous Heimdall Idris Elba fucking do anything. No, whatever you want. He's actually one of the only people who didn't get fired that openly talked shit on Marvel and Disney throughout the process. Well, they killed him off. So <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Eventually, but at the end. Okay, but, but he here's, openly talked shit But he's so good at everything. But, hey, to be fair, though, uh, Hemsworth wasn't guaranteed this until, uh, honestly, both his brothers applied for, they both auditioned for this role, too. So did Tom Hiddleston. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Hemsworth acts the dick out of this role. If you rewatch it, like, some of the more dramatic moments when he's, like, frustrated shit like that, he's fucking a great actor as Thor. All right, fucking Chris Hemsworth. Fuck yeah. I agree. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. The rest of this movie I, suffers in pieces, for sure. I have to talk about Odin first, because I have a serious... Tony is, Hawk is going to do whatever he wants. He's fucking royalty. He served fucking Tony Hawkins. Okay. Denied it. Okay. I just, it's not his fault. He does great as Odin. I have a question about the writing. 
Because no. this is the this is the thing more than anything else that stuck out to me about this movie. Because the the plot of this film is it's your it's your classic uh, brash hero learns a lesson and learns responsibility, yes. respect, whatever. This okay. is true to the comic too. Classic classic storyline. That's totally fine. But here's my question: in the opening of the movie, uh, Odin is going to make Thor the king. He's like knighting him or whatever. And but that's when Odin's like, well, he's kind of a piece of shit, but I'm gonna make him king anyway because I'm really old. And I'm gonna die soon. And then Thor gets banished for doing a bad thing. I don't remember what it was. It was something about he a starts war. a war. Okay, he starts a war with the frost then, giants. Yeah, with the frost giants. Oh no, they even... broke in, and he's like, "Oh no, fuck that!" Right, and then he goes to kill him. So then, and then Odin's like, "No, no, no! Now you're so bad. Even though I was going to make you king like three minutes ago, and I knew you were a piece of shit, but now you're so bad. I'm going to strip your powers and banish you to Earth." Then what, when he comes, what war might cause that. Well, no, but 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 if he but if he had a propensity to act like that, then you wouldn't make him king while you're still alive. But then at the Odin's end, Odin's been alive for like ten thousand years. But what really right? got he me was some shit. okay. But then what really got me was at the end. Once Odin goes through his, or once uh, Thor goes through his, I learned the lesson during the movie thing phase, and he's a better person. Odin doesn't make him king, and Odin stays king. So theoretically, wouldn't Odin just say, oh, now you've learned your lesson, I'll make no, you king No, because now. at the end of it, Thor's like, I don't want to be king. I'm a big dick swinger on Earth, son, with this fucking hammer. But he can't get back to Earth because the stupid Idris Elba Power Ranger bridge is broken. Ah, he's going to get back there eventually. That's I'm a just saying, bridge, sir. There's some, uh, yeah, I'm the saying there's some bridge, logical inconsistencies breaks, in this movie. Which he only breaks, okay, to save the rest of the world because he's a fucking hero. I'm just saying there's some inconsistencies in well, the writing so, in this but, movie. But here's where, like, the scaling uh, goes. Because, I, mean, like, I mean, you're at the point you're taking is like let's just let's just be honest like like what you want to be, some people are built to be generals and some people want to be presidents but then why would say. odin be making him king in the first place because he doesn't have to Probably be getting because it's, 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 it's he's it's got two right. kids he's got it's the kid who's right. literally exactly. the birth devil birth and then right. he's got the kid that's like big and strong and beats demons with a hammer thor right. has become such odin. a good person at the end of this movie <laughs> that he would rather defend earth realm than have to give up or then be king of then Asgard. But say that because... They do say that. He says, like, I, I won't be king right now because I need to go out there and swing some dicks. I don't remember he hearing that. And I was very angry about this whole plot point. So well, he was cleaning up the Nine Realms. They, they, they referenced that in um, uh, the Dark World. He's going through all the realms, you know, because all these wars had started because of the Frost Giants and Thor and all this. I want to ask you guys this, though. I'm going to stick with there's some writing inconsistencies Who's here. more popular, Loki or Thor? Loki, 100%. Probably. I kind of think it's Loki. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, at this point, it's Loki. Uh, and that's just down to Tom Hiddleston. Well, Tom Hiddleston is amazing. He is. He is fabulous. Absolutely. But Chris Hemsworth is so goddamn good, too. I agree. And I think they I just... I honestly don't know. I, I think honestly, that, I feel that, like... That even that it's this close, I think, is probably troubling for Marvel Studios. Well, I think it's only this close because uh, a couple of things. One, I think they could have used Chris... Uh, uh, I think they could have used Hemsworth a lot better. But they also underused Loki in every one of these movies. Um, in Endgame, he gets his brilliant death. Uh, in the first movie, he's very petty and very like, meh, I get to be king. And then they have, like, little, like, things. But, like, you see him in, in the show, and they really fluff out what that version of Loki is. Um, and I think, uh, you know, he's more available, clearly. I, I haven't um, seen the show. But I think one of the things that a lot of people actually like about Loki is he's inconsistent. You never know whether he's actually got good intentions or bad intentions. 
Well, but even but even Ragnarok, I mean, they make it the, the gag. Like, you always betray. You do this every time. In three yeah. movies, but you've Ragnarok, done the same thing. Ragnarok is a little bit different because that switched from, like, whatever Thor used to be to, like, almost like a flat-out comedy. Like, not falling for it anymore? Yeah, it's just it's Because he's like, in now two movies, funny. you've done the same thing. You're like, hey, I'm helping. I'm going to betray you. I'm a Loki. Step, step. Uh, like, I mean, he even says, like, you always betray. You're a gag at but this especially point. Especially, like, Thor 1 Thor he's 2 are so guy. serious, and Ragnarok is just 360. It's it's almost comedic. I, I think, mean, it is very comedic. It's entirely comedic. I think Loki was a standout performance in this one for sure. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is a little... I'm sorry. He's a little wooden in this. A wooden? Yeah, he I was, was a little wooden, wooden in this, wooden. man. Yeah. Wooden. <laughs> now, another question I have is... Like, um... What's her name? The chick with the big tits. Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. She's much more important in this movie than Natalie Portman is. Yeah, but like... Do you think that drags us down? That like they have this kind of side character? No, because I'll watch her in anything. Alright. As long as she trips and has to catch herself or possibly has to jump over something. (laughs) Or just has a little bit of a cut. No, I didn't say that. Alright, I'm not sexist, E-Bob. God damn it. Alright. Action scenes and go. I don't even remember this character. Who's oh, character? the Hawkeye shows up in this. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye shows up right. for eight seconds in this movie. <laughs> he talks about taking the shot because he's got the shot with his little arrow, and oh, yeah, everybody Hawkeye's knows exactly who he is. So hey, at least they pepper him in there, just like Iron Man two. Uh, you know, Black Widow has no point similar. being in the movie yeah, whatsoever, and they just toss her in there. I was actually shocked to see Hawkeye because at this point I know who all these people are. Yeah. So I was almost shocked to see Hawkeye in this movie where he just shows up randomly halfway through, just like. <laughs> well, he does nothing, right? That's the only does scene nothing. he's in. Right? He's going to take the shot. He doesn't because I Coulson don't... wants to see like what he can do. I don't even think he has a speaking role. I don't think he says. He says. He says like, "I've got the shot. Should I take oh, the okay. shot?" And Coulson's like, "No." That's so he can get paid. He has this is another stuff. movie too, where like the beginning fight scene with the Frost Giants is awesome. It's fabulous. And then he fights a destroyer, and, and he's awful. just like, "Oh, yeah, that's terrible." And the fight with Loki's okay. Barely an inconvenience. I will say yeah. again, you know how much I like stupid, and the part where he. I don't know, completes his task or whatever or gets his soul back and he just like the hammer flies to him from forever away and he gets the suit and I'm just like it's the light shows I'm dude. just like, Hell yeah. ah, this is so dumb. I love it. This is the only good part. Well, because it's only that stupid because when Odin throws him out, like his outfit comes off. You're like, what the shit? It makes, again, some writing I can't keep the outfit. Here. This is the people who wrote this had brain damage. Well, so the, there, here's yeah, the... If you're watching the uh, writing on, on these movies, come on, dude. Well, come on. basic I, I, writing. I, I will say, I do feel bad because uh, Thor is one of the few characters that Marvel has a lot of like they can't really keep up the continuity on it. Oh, okay. Um, so you okay, know, I guess that makes more sense. They then. do this whole thing and they set it up like it is in the comics. Like whoever lifts his hammer and gives the power of Thor, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. May may they be worthy. Well, then you know you fast forward and like Tony Hopkins is like so Mjolnir is destroyed and uh, he's all like, "Whoa, is me." Uh, and, you know, Odin's, like, in through weird ghost, like, Star Wars, like, flashbacks. Like, oh, well, you're not the god of hammers, you're the god of thunder. It's like, well, yeah, but remember that first movie that you whispered into the hammer and said whoever gets his hammer gets Thor's powers? Yes. Like it is in the comic books. You remember how that happened, Dad? Uh, so, the continuity goes a little squiffy. They retcon some shit down the road. For yeah, sure. they're like, well, we like it better if he didn't need the, the hammer to be Thor. He yeah, could still just be Thor. We have to destroy. It's the like, no, the hammer sure. literally makes him Thor. Literally, yeah, figuratively and literally, but mostly literally. Um, literally in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Without the hammer, he can't be Thor. Yeah, but in in three, he can definitely be Thor without the hammer. Gotcha. 
Yeah. I do like the fish out of water stuff. That was all fun. You know, where he's... Yeah, he breaks the beer. Another! Another. Yeah, Yeah, another! Yeah, that was great. The Boilermakers? Yeah, that was great. I love when he goes into the pet store and he's like, I need a horse. They're like, we don't have any horses here. We just have uh, dogs. He's like... Was there one big enough to ride? <laughs> that stuff's all great. I, I enjoy that. I like when he's getting Skarsgård like completely shit wasted, and he's just a god. So he's like, I yeah. drink all the beers. Boy, I'm fired. Yeah, keep him coming. And Skarsgård just balls drunk. I'm Maybe like, I should like this movie more. Yeah, there's a lot of drunk in this movie. <laughs> all right. Okay. So now we get to Captain America: The First Avenger. Nazis. Woo! It's a yeah. You can always beat up on Nazis. Yep. Always Ten good. years. Twenty. A hundred years from now, we'll be making movies about beating the shit out of Nazis. Yeah, it's always going to be in vogue. Yeah. We will it's never always, stop that. It's, it's always in our patriotic duty. Yeah. Woo! America. Fuck Nazis. <laughs> um, so, the first thing I'll say is Steve Rogers, before he becomes Captain America, where they CGI... The Chris, skinny, the big head on the skinny yeah. body. Yeah. It was a little... It's little so over, off-putting, dude. A little yeah. over the top. A little over the top, yeah. But hey, it makes sense. And I think it makes more the most sense because him as Captain America, they tried going, they didn't go like so ridiculous where they have to CGI his muscles in anything like that. They let Chris Evans just plump up and really, I think this first movie is the biggest he's ever in any of the movies. And the one scene where he's well, it's probably like, the only one where he's really like kind of showing. Well, he's off. shirtless yeah. and he's just like, oh my god, look at those pecs! Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is the is the largest he's gotten in any of the movies. Um, but He's noticeably be- smaller in Avengers. Totally, but because of that, they're they're like, all right, well, we really need a almost like yeah, they really need to like CGI him like weirdly like dwarfishly skinny, small. Like, well, you're a grown ass man. You look like a stick figure in a dress. Like, what are we talking about here? As he's like, hey, look, I can do this all day. You're like, okay, you're a small person. We get it. Um, but yeah, he is like like junky roided up as Captain America in this movie, and good for him. I appreciate it. And you got Howard Stark in here, and it, you know it takes place World War Two. I swear, when I saw Howard Stark in this, I had to pause the movie and do some math on how the ages <laughs> were. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, wait a minute." So he's clearly like, like "All right, the it, it, did, he he bust, it, did he bust? Did he bust it out at like eighty? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, he was he was played by John Slattery in the in Iron Man two, so he's he's an yeah. older gent in the nineteen sixties. So I was like, "Okay, that mostly works, but it's yeah. a little, little bit of a stretch, but it's kind of cool." This was the first movie I actually legitimately liked where but i was this like is this like, is a real movie with a real story and a good hero oh just happen to have a bunch of nazis in it no big deal man whatever <laughs> so, <laughs> a shocking lack of hot nazis I, I, yeah there's not enough blonde nazis i kept i kept waiting for the bombshell the to hot show blonde up. nazi to walk yeah, in with like the short skirt is, and, as far as like the know. standalones and the phase one this is by far my favorite one, though. Well. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I loved it. I think it's okay. I loved it. I've I, always loved Captain America. I think it takes I, too I long it. to get serious. I think you, you get him, and he no, does cool I, shit, I loved it. but I then he's a puppet cool. for a while, and I think it takes too long for it to get really interesting. I liked the what puppet, I do because like, in World War II, you had a lot yeah. of propaganda. No, no, for sure. Like what that. I do like is he did, like, <clears> same, <throat> the same thing I like about the first Wonder Woman movie, which is very similar to this movie. They're almost the same exact movie. Is they have that ragtag group of characters that's following Captain America to do all these fucking things. And that's where, like, again, not to rope in Warner Brothers, but where the second Wonder Woman movie completely shits the bed. Yeah. Like, you have this great group of characters that follow her to go kill Nazis. Um, same thing with Captain America. He's got Bucky. He's got these other guys going in there to do the thing. Uh, and But, I mean, for but at least good for them, you know, in Winter Soldier, they're able to launch pad that into something else. 
Whereas Wonder Woman, they, I had no idea what to do with this, so they made this like ridiculous well, again, I mean, piece I think of shit. And Wonder Woman it was different because there you're talking about basically what like a, a fifth year difference between movies. Yeah, like the forties and then the eighties. Yeah, um, that is a tough one. So I mean, it's not like you're gonna get the same characters because they're gonna be all fucking like in Depends and fucking. Well, they're <laughs> kings and shit. I want to see that movie. Yeah, the movie. Most of them are dead anyways. But no, I think we expected them all to die. But like we see in Winter Soldier, there's a way to update the character and then just completely change the. But turns. he also was like like hypnotized by the, the Nazis and made it into like a, a like a you know a killing weapon for them. So that's. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Oh, sorry. Shit. No, I, 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 no. It's, I, most of the spoilers has already been spoiled okay. for me. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, as far as Chris Evans playing Captain America, He's when, when I great. heard that yeah. though, when he was cast, it was like I, I didn't love it. What I the fuck? hated it, yeah. especially after Human Torch. Well, yeah, hated Fantastic it. Four was hated first one was all right. Second one was such an abortion. It was such a bad piece of shit. Um, but uh, I really, honestly, I still like the original Fantastic Four. Uh, I don't even remember it. Wow. I don't think I've seen it since the first time. I don't hate it. Iron Man 2 is a pile of shit, but you like Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, totally, because it's supposed to be a pile of shit. Uh, now I want to see it. I and Iron Man 1 is so goddamn good, I think they took a giant step down in Iron Man 2. Okay, we don't have to go back to Iron Man 2. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, I'll drag let's my go back sack to Thor. all over. Yeah. 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 No, it's not. No, I'm no. done with Thor. I never want to think about Thor again. We're gonna, oh, Captain America. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I like it. I think it's tough going from, like, it felt like it should have started, like, the MCU, or, yeah, should have started with that. Because it is set so much further back than any of the other movies. That would have been the place, that would have been a really um, good place for it to start. But, yeah. uh, but I, it, I love the way it ends more, and, and, to be fair, uh, Red Skull is played by a goddamn savage. And oh, yeah. I only really feel movies are successful if the villains are up to the fucking task. Yeah. And Hugo Weaving, uh, is a fabulous fucking Red Skull. He's a great Agent Smith. He's a fantastic bad guy. He's one of my favorite bad guys in fucking I, I, I wish he could have been better. I did like him, but... No, I, Red, I think as Red Skull, he's fabulous. I wish the... Again, I wish the fight scene was better. Um, <coughs> but him as Red Skull is fucking perfect. I, I love so him. fucking good. I loved him as Red Skull. I thought he was a great villain. Great, he's so good. Great Nazi, and I know my Nazis. This is hey, a good one. I'm a big fan of that. Big fan. Small hand, this big fan. Small hand, big fan of Nazis. Okay, I love the Nazis. The Nazis are great. Uh, both sides. Holy um, shit. Alright, let's not run There's some great people on both sides. Both great the Red Skull and sides. Captain America. Red Skull, Captain America. Oh, there's some great, great people on both sides. Two sides of the same coin, okay? Okay. <laughs> I thought he was a great Dude, Red Trump Skull. Trump is almost Red Skull. We're like inches away. We're almost there. Like orange, one shade away. Orange Skull. Dude, literally, literally he's going to pull shade. off the orange wig and the orange face paint. It's going to be Red Skull. Aha! I knew it. <laughs> I'm back. Anyway. Fuck you, CNN. <laughs> Hydra. Yeah. Hail Hydra. Third party, bitch. We've been asking for third parties for a year. Hydra is it. Stop. Vote Hydra. Don't give him any ideas. Yeah, right? This will be a thing. He's going to have Fox News tomorrow promoting Hydra. Hydra. Hydra's yeah, a new you know, party. Hydra. You know, I don't really see eye to eye with the Republicans. <laughs> Both Hydra. sides are terrible. Really, really good people in Hydra. Really Eight good, good people, people Dude, actually. That, I mean, that's what happens in this. Yeah, Hydra we splinters off everywhere. from the Nazi party. Uh, so the Nazis know. got all their money into Hugo's Weaving's shit, and he's just like, nah. I will say that was one of the like the quick. It's not a cop out. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But like 
the Nazis start as the villain, and then four minutes in, it's actually Hydra that's the villain. Yeah. Sure. Kind of a split off, but it's it's all the same. thing. The Germans are like, dude, we've had enough of these shits. Yes, we don't do Hydra anymore. Uh, <laughs> but I <think> <laughs> Yeah, Red, Red Skull was was we ex- don't excellent villain. He's fabulous. The only, my, my only complaint about Red Skull is I loved his car, that classic car that he had. Yeah. But it was like a CGI car, and I would have loved to have seen like a legit... Like, just jumping just through windows the car. with hot just, ladies well, just, hanging out of it. No big deal. Well, yeah, that would yeah. be fantastic. Oh, is that all? Like, they, it, it turns into a jet ski. They jump it. There were some explosions. That's all you're looking for, It's Matt? not asking too much yeah. to have a car. We oh, built okay. the Batmobile. We yeah. can build... We can build Red Skull. So MC, MCU for sure relies on a whole butt ton of CGI. A lot of CGI. Yeah. A lot. Well, you can tell because yeah. because these these uh these movies are you know assembly line movies. So they can't build cars. It yeah. takes too long. They can't do that stuff. I will say, it, it, although I don't love all, all don't. I don't love all the Batmobiles, but I guess because we've had eight you know Batman movies all the way back to the eighties. I guess that's one thing it. That always holds up more things you know you could physically touch, and you're like, "Wow, always. that fucking car is amazing." It, one thing, one thing. If you watch, older, like right now, no one gives a shit about Red Skull's car because no. it was CGI. You literally right. mentally write it off immediately. Absolutely, well, again, that's it was iconic, like Batman's car. Exactly, like. but it was no. But, but even it if it, but even if it was more a physical thing, you would be more of like adamant about like, "Wow, that's fucking." I mean, the only people that are gonna like um, admire that car are people who are into cars. That's about it. Or just Not Nazis. Necessarily. Or Nazis. Yeah. Or well, Nazis. Well, big but Trump fans. Check yeah. two boxes there. Um, uh, no, I, I see. I, I I disagree because just it's not just car people who admire the Batmobile. It's people who no, love no, film everyone admires the Batmobile. Right. Because because it's iconic. iconic. But it became yeah. iconic for. A reason. But there's some really awful Batmobiles too. Sure. They're like well, yeah. In my opinion, Schumacher films. I think the one in Michael Keaton. I think sure. that that's the best that's Batmobile the best there's one. ever yeah. been. That's the one that I think there's ever, people, ever been. I think that's the one most people associate the Batmobile with. Well, because they totally. should, because yeah. it's fabulous. And they rebuilt it for this next movie, for this flashback. But, but, but I completely agree. It, in my opinion, 99% of the time, a practical effect that is slightly less cool or easy or whatever is going to be more iconic, more memorable, yeah. and better well, than a CGI and, Well, the sad thing is Hollywood left so many practical effects at the doorstep like 20 years ago. 20, easily 20 years yeah, ago. They yeah, they just stopped giving a fuck. I think my problem with Captain America too is there, and again, I think where Thor suffers in inconsistencies in storyline is the powers of Captain America. They make him so strong, but yet such a bitch and like... They just teeter-totter back and forth. I'm not 100% sure so what his powers are. He's a super are. soldier he's who a could lift a tank, and then you're like, well, but he struggles with a door sometimes. You're like, what? Yeah. Uh, you know, but they, So they make him seem like that's one thing, and, and way fast forward, way out, where it's like, hey, Red Guardian's super soldier. Super soldiers are really strong, and they can do X, Y, Z. Uh, but with Captain America, it's like, cool. In a lot of parts throughout his story arc, he just kind of almost feels like a regular Joe. And you're like, no, 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 you're a fucking superhuman mega being. He's trying to be a regular Joe. Um, But he's trying to be, but he should be able to throw a car over whenever he fucking wants. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a super soldier. Like, he, you know, as strong as Spider-Man. No, not in the comics. I mean, I would say pretty close. Mm Mm-mm. I'd say stronger, oh, right? No, no, he wasn't. wasn't. Spider-Man's got that Spidey strength. Spider-Man was stronger, for sure. But, but I feel like your cards, dude. That's surprising. I should. But I feel like in Captain America, they go back and forth between making him like really, really strong and then not so strong, and they teeter totter back and forth on what where they want him to be at. I don't remember him lifting tanks. Not, maybe not tanks, but for sure, you throw a car over if you want. He, to. he, 
did sh- like display superhuman ability, especially running. Yeah. Like yeah, he. I mean, yeah. the, him like in, the, in the park scene. Yeah. Uh, things like that, but um, these are the things that interest me the absolute least. I thought this was a <laughs> hey, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> I thought this was a pretty good movie. I, I actually enjoyed no, this. I, I, really I like, like Captain America, and I, I knew really immediately you would like this one the best. Well, Don't worry, of Matt, course, Matt love Captain America. No, but it was good. I actually, I really even liked uh, Chris Evans' portrayal of him. He nailed the 1940s like kind of schmaltzy do-gooder. But yeah, he was just a guy thing. that you know would he was the guy, and even uh, Tommy Lee Jones is fabulous. Oh, movie. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's, he's really. Great. Fu- yeah. That's the thing that, that Marvel's so good at. They even throw fabulous actors in bit parts that really don't mean shit, but it adds to such volume to the movie. Like uh, it adds Tommy Lee Jones, credibility to the movie, uh, I think, it, too. a yeah, bunch. Sure, yeah. And uh, he was great in this. Yeah, that like interrogation scene where he's yeah. eating was weird yeah, but good. Yeah, 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 I liked yeah. it. I, I like this movie a the lot. The guy with the seat brings the guy that the Nazi like scientist the steak, right? And just, That's right. Just like, yeah. He brings it, offers it to him, and then yeah, he just yeah. eats it while he interrogates yeah, for like yeah. ten minutes. It was really odd, but I liked it. It was weird. No, Tommy Jones is fabulous yeah. in this movie. Um, the love interest of this movie is really, really good. Pa- uh, Agent um, Carter. Yeah, that was great. It, she got her own it, horrible show to go along with this uh, this movie. I where mean, the only thing I haven't liked in his entire story arc is that he fell in love in like ten minutes, but whatever. I so he never had his dick touched one time. Right? <laughs> How, do How do you know if you love her? How do you know if you love her? I know if I love her oh, right now. Come like, on, this happens all the time in movies. Plus, he was a he was a um, scrawny wimp who had a scrawny wimp who had never crush. seen a British girl before. Right, and then he gets um, all buff, and she's kind of never him, seen a British girl. Yeah, I, I ejaculated immediately. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I genuinely, I know, I know, I know, because I've heard a lot of. That's like I've been there. I've got very. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw British hey, girl. Hey, I was like, wait a minute. Brit- not British, but yes. I will. I will say this. I. I genuinely. I still looked at her and said, "Un All right, no, no more of this. <laughs> Moving on. I'm gonna get canceled for different reasons. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. We excuse are. me. Wait. I'm never gonna be able to go to Octoberfest. <laughs> oh, we're going for sure. If I just may, don't high step your way in, you'll be fine, Matt. If I may butt in here, uh huh. According to Marvel, I think um, now's a good time. <laughs> actual website here. Okay. Spider-Man can lift nearly ten tons. Oh my God. Who cares? Whereas Captain America can lift a maximum of eight hundred pounds. Oh wow, that's a big difference. Ten tons. Ten tons. Matt, okay. I want you to remember this for the rest of your life. I don't care. I'm gonna forget this in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, Overall, this is a great movie. I had a point. Um, I had a point. But I think it moves a little sluggishly in some pieces. Yeah. And I, I think it's it only feels that way because they up the ante considerably in Captain America's next movie. One hundred percent. Holy shit! This movie you is can't, intense. You cannot compare this movie or any other movie in Phase One to Winter Soldier. Well, you can because it's literally the movie that followed Captain America. Yeah. You cannot compare it. Um, okay, well, it's the fucking sequel, now, so you probably was, should. As but. he was saying, once we start talking about writing and directing, no, I think a lot of the MCU the brothers did. Yeah, is above and well, I think a lot of the MCU, else. the first run was just like, all right, cool. It, they have like a, a good rhythm to figure it out. Um, but there's a lot of mid, like, you know, sophomore like takes that I don't feel I think missed a step. Iron Man two, Thor two. Uh, but I feel like Captain America 2 is fabulous. It is. Once the Rooster Brothers stepped in, they changed yeah. the, dy- the dynamic of Absolutely. the MCU. They changed it. So, to, this movie too, like you said, kind of ends in a wet fart. Like, they have a real, like, unfor- or, or a real forgettable fight. Then the Red Skull is holding the Tesseract. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden he just disappears. Yeah, that's stupid. So, so and far, then they retcon that to not make any sense later on. No. Also. Yeah. So far the theme of these Marvel movies has been really disappointing endings. Like they don't Correct. know what... Endings are hard, in fairness. Endings movies are very like this, hard. They're, they're really, they really are. Like a lot of movies struggle with a, a satisfying ending. So I get that. But um, yeah, I will, I will say... I, so I, I know some spoilers for, for the end of this whole thing. I don't know some. But my one hope... Is we get it? There's no more Nazis, man. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I know, I know, I know. There's no more Nazis. That's a shame. They don't bring Hitler back in a yet. Trump wing. I'm sorry. Yet, yet. <laughs> that's that's my, five. My one, because I know this this movie this movie ends with uh, Captain America and Peggy Carter talking about dancing at the club. Yeah. And I know he goes back in time at some point, and I hope we get him dancing in the club. We scene. don't. Nobody tell me if we do yeah, or don't. We just do. We don't. But I want cause, I want it because it'd be sweet. Uh, he does some not but, sweet shit. That's what happens. Okay, well that's a shame. But yeah. I hope that I hope that happens. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I like this movie. I thought it was fun and cute, and it felt like a real movie. It's fun and cute, and, and he is a, a cookie cutter, good doer, like vanilla guy. As he should yeah, be. That's what I like. And he should be. But that's Captain America. That was his character to a yeah. T. Yeah. Yeah. He's Captain America. Yeah. We, didn't want, we didn't want like Fifty Shades of Grey when it came to Captain America. We wanted Fifty just Shades of Grey. We just wanted like this this goofy, very like, well, I'm going to do the right thing, yeah, folks, and here I am. I'm exactly. And I punch a hit, because he was a bad guy. Yeah, and he was. Perfect at that, which I loved. Yeah, that was great. And yeah, Chris Evans has played like four different superheroes at this point, but uh, yeah, but he's I mean, made his most money with this one and um, done the best. I think. Yes, yeah. I was, well, and again, he's a fabulous. I, Captain I, I can't reiterate this like enough. Like, I hated him in the Fantastic Four yeah. as Human Torch. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, oh my god, how do you even think about casting him as Captain America? And honestly, he's my favorite. I think so many times people are like in complete disbelief that anybody would be cast as a superhero. I have to remember, when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, they were going to burn the world down. Yeah, that was a big Like, he was coming off of Beetlejuice. I honestly... And they were like, Tim Burton, what are you, high? I was so young, I don't remember... I, I, I don't remember like the hoopla. I just remember well, like they were very game. very upset that Michael Keaton would ever yes. be considered a Batman. That's he correct. Was the fucking best Batman there's ever been. <laughs> oh um, boy! But uh, you know, a whole nother conversation. But you know, Chris Evans. Fuck uh, it, let's do it. <laughs> Chris Evans had done some goofy ass movies, some very silly movies, and then he was like the weird, you know. Playboy is the Human Torch, and he's already sorted in the Marvel universe. It's like, why are you casting him again? So they didn't really make a lot of sense. But then you see it, and you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's great. Get it. I love like he again, did it. He's I I love him the most out of RDJ yeah. and, and you know and, and, and good for him. And, and I like that. I really really like that. All, everyone who signed on, I mean, granted, contracts, but everybody who signed on followed it all through to the end of the whole. You know, to see where yeah. like the where the light goes. And Chris Evans was a big one on that too. I actually uh, agree with you. I like him more than RDJ. I think he's a better really? character. No, RDJ yeah. is... No, is I, nope. He, feel, he, he feels like a more real Nope, that's character. not true at all, because RDJ has complexity, and he has problems, and he's an alcoholic, something you should relate to immediately, the guy with three cans in front of you, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair, one of them's mine. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, you know what? They I, even make I, a joke I that... I like them equally. You know what? They even make a joke that Chris Evans can't get drunk. I'm like, you vanilla bitch. Like, like oh, I I wish I could get drunk, but I'm just so Chris Evans. I do think they they play off. We're getting you know getting to Avengers, but like I do think. Well, it's so they can't even. The problem is, is they can't even give him vices in the first movie. Like he's attracted to one girl, uh, another hot chick. Your Game of Thrones reference comes by. I was like, hey, what's up? Uh, but like he can't even get drunk if he wanted to because his metabolism is so great. Oh, that's right. He can't get drunk. Uh, shame. So I think that's why. Like I feel like RDJ's you know Iron Man has more complexity to it because yeah he's this billionaire philanthropist playboy. 
Um, but he's also an alcoholic. But he's RDJ, dying. RDJ stops that lifestyle after one. Well, two. No, he's, he's, an two he's an alcoholic. Well, I mean, he's still partying, I guess, in the beginning, yeah. But it's like, the whole movie. That, he's, that, he becomes, but he's like, also he dying in the movie. He becomes like and trust me, dad. I hate... Oh, sorry. I hate... I do not know that. Trust me, I hate Iron Man 2, but he's also dying in the movie and he's an alcoholic. Whereas in Captain America, doesn't really have any issues like that internally that he has to... Because he's a good old American... Oh, who's impervious to alcohol or any kind of disease because he's been stabbed with He-Man juice. Yeah. Yeah! (laughs) So, yeah, we're here now at Avengers, and this is the culmination of it all. Yeah. Oh, this first gonna get another thing I'll say, Joss Whedon, yeah, we've come to find out. Joss Whedon, but he does, a, he does a great job with this movie. Absolutely great job. He shit the bed with the the Justice League thing. Which I am so surprised. And he's a total dick, it turns out. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, he's everyone, everyone hates him, turns out. Yeah. It turns yeah. out everybody hates him, and I'm so surprised because I thought, okay, yeah, wow, he did a fabu job. He fucking did. He really did. This movie's great. This it's is everything the first I wanted out of the Avengers film. And then Justice League's like, cool. We're going to do that, um, and then we're going to ruin everything about the Justice League film. <laughs> Is that cool, guys? We, we chill? Yeah. We chill, G? Uh, no, turns out. No. Hey, man, we talked about the Snyder Cut, though. Yeah. It was such an infinitely better film, dude, than well, what we got from Justice Because I think everything that was the, the DC Universe was supposed to be dark and brooding and, like, really high scale and really gritty. And Joss Whedon's like, nah. But none of the MCU was dark and brooding and really right. high stakes and really gritty. And it was all kind of like, fun. Not to like yeah, it. but it was all kind of fun and whimsical and goofy. And But that's what we all love about it. So Joss Whedon's like, yeah, I'm just going to do that thing with all these things and we're going to have a great time. So the, I forgot to mention this. The post-credits for Thor, Loki's still alive. Even though he's supposed to be floating into the universe. Yeah, yeah but that, that was a weird one too that they didn't really flesh out, right? He's supposed to be like, he takes over Skarsgård's body somehow, right? This isn't Avengers. He does that, but but at the end of but Wait, the what? end of Thor. No, 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 no. The end of Thor. They show Skarsgård talking about the Tesseract, and but it's Loki speaking through like a, a an image, right? Like a, a visage, where he's like, "Oh, well, that worth that's worth taking." Yeah, that, that may be accurate. So, so Skarsgård's already done and toast no, at this point. Professor and Thor. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So the actually only Norwegian in Thor. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Avengers starts with. That Skeletor creature handing Loki the scepter. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is Loki teleporting because the Tesseract so is... So now a, he's got two of the Infinity Stones. But he doesn't Well, the Tesseract is in shield... shield uh, yeah. He, he's seen Avengers. But he doesn't know that there's two. Yes, oh, but they're, in, they're in the Avengers <laughs> I've, movie. I've, I've the Tesseract, the but the staff is one of them, right? But yeah. We don't know that at that point. We don't know that until Phase 2. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many of these spoilers are just out in the ether? Oh, no. Dude, you've had 10 years. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't care. care. I, yeah. oh, yeah. so a, first of all, I don't care. And B, I know most of them. All right, fine. Screw it. Blow it out. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> There's what a terrible attitude. Although, suck me, Bob. Well, I don't like these that much, so I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh, anyhow. Oh, hey. hey. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not great. They uh, sure are, man. They're not for me. They, I'll say that. They're for everybody. I should be. Man. I should be clear. I'm shitting on these movies a lot, and I'm not shitting. Do on the not fandom. watch Winter Soldier until you come over here. I will. No, no. I okay. want to see Winter Soldier. Winter, Winter, Winter Soldier. I'm really excited to see all the it's Russo brothers stuff because I've also heard those are great. And yeah. to be really clear, I'm shitting on these movies. I am not shitting on the fandom. I love the Bullshit, people love you are. The, No, I'm you not. Shit on one, you shit on both. No, no, no. <laughs> blood for blood, motherfucker. No, no, no. I, I love that people love these movies. I think it's great. It's not for me, and that's okay. I'm a Bond fan. A lot of people don't like that. I get that. 
Yeah, it's so, kind of misogynistic, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I do. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am not, I am not making fun of anybody who likes these. I think it's great. I like um, that this cat's on the table. Me, is also mad that this cat's on the table. He's just looking at me like, "What the hell are you here for?" Anyway, that's my, that's my disclaimer. Looks yeah. at us like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think they do a great job of splitting the screen time with all these characters. And kind of kind of giving everybody their own time to shine in this. And, oh, yeah. and I think it was easy enough because they did such a great job of fleshing out a lot of these characters. The and movies. even like the ridiculous scenes that we feel like don't really need to exist in like Thor. We're like, all right, we got a weird Hawkeye cameo here. But when Avengers rolls around, we're like, hey, it was the guy that was in Thor. Yeah. Or look, Black Widow was in Iron Man 2. I get this now. This and does this does tie everything together yeah, pretty This is the nicely. horrible job that they did with Justice League where it's just like, all right, well, they sort of have their own movies. And then you just shove half the team into this one film and you're like, eh. Yeah. Who the hell is Flash and why is he in this movie? But everyone knows who the Flash is, but they did such a piss poor job of like. I mean, that's the. Why are you in this movie? In the weeding cut, yeah. yeah. That's the ultimate problem with between the MCU and then DC is like, like uh, MCU. You know, the they're willing to spend ten four, years. Four movies, yeah, yeah. Four movies, ten years to Flash develop this really to get to the Avengers. Yeah. Whereas in the DC universe, all we had was Man of Steel and then Batman vs Superman, which is already like highly controversial. But it was so bad. And then we go into Justice League, yeah. and all of a sudden we have like Cyborg here, and we have no idea why he's there, yeah. and bullshit like that. And really, like, man, that Joss Whedon cut was so dark. It's really hard to defend that guy, I think particularly when you see the two cuts, and like Cyborg is just this little token little bitch in his in his version, yeah. and then you see the, the Snyder version, and you're like, ooh. We have yeah. problems with him on Cyborg set, has like his whole storyline, and Cyborg Josh has a lot ooh, to do. Right. Right. They have they Cyborg has a whole bunch to do in the they, Snyder universe. He had, he had problems with uh, the black guy and the woman. That's not good. Oh, there that's, you go. not, that's not a great Several black guys. Yeah. Uh, Marvin, uh, yeah, the, the Martian Manhunter was another black guy that was not in the Joss Whedon universe. Um, yeah. And uh, and he wanted to bring the the, the green, he wanted to bring a, not Hal Jordan's uh, Green Lantern, but he wanted to bring who who was the other a Green Lantern? Uh, John Stewart. Yeah, John, the other black guy into the the, the 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 universe. And Joss Whedon's like, nah. Well, Joss Whedon turned out to be a big pile of shit behind the scenes. Yeah, totally. He's like, yeah, if you got all yeah. the black guys out of this movie, that'd be great. You're like, yeah. hey, stop. Yeah, but I think great. it's the biggest change is. Is I feel like Don Cheadle's like War Machine, and I feel like Falcon's characters—they're—they're they're great. But I, you know, I think Warner Brothers has always had like really strong black heroes, mm-hmm. and but it, nothing was ever like overly forced. And it's just like they, and one of the big disappointments of Joss Whedon's cut is oh, oh my god, man! Like, yeah, you're like we're not. There's no force of diversity, anything like that. These are black characters. Get off of it. Absolutely, and, yeah. And uh, Joss Whedon's cut like really like kind of just sweeps two of the three off the table and the one that's in the movie is cut down to a bare nothing yeah. he is like the token black guy he's in the really, Justice he League he shows up overnight and yeah, we have no idea but, why he's even but there but he's the token black guy in the yeah. Justice League in Joss Whedon's cut whereas in Snyder has this whole backstory his father yeah. makes a sacrifice there's all this other stuff here at stake and it's like, whoa, that paints a bad picture for you, Joss. You're not looking so good here. And your like, white, I, your I, whole white Avenger team, you're not looking so good. I here. remember too, like some of the trailers. There's scenes in the trailers with Cyborg that are not in the movie. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's every movie ever. Yeah, but for but sure. Still, that's even worse though. No, I mean, but they like, they took they took all the gas out of Cyborg and the Joss Whedon cut. 
So this movie, they go one at a time with Avengers recruiting people, and this is where I we talk about Justice League. Fuck that movie. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark Ruffalo, though we get our first introduction. What's going on here? To Mark Ruffalo yeah. as Bruce Banner instead of Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like, like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Me too. Me too. I like him. He's good. I like him in this one. I like, I like him in any of these. I haven't seen any more, but I like him so, in this one. Just you, have, you have two other iterations of Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. You've got uh, Eric Bana, which is strangely named, pretty close to Bruce Banner, but uh, awful, not great, cries a lot in that movie. Uh, and then you have Eddie Norton, which is a complete misfire. That was like well, you shot through your foot like, on for, that for one. Ruffalo. I did like Ruffalo in, in the Avengers. I, don't, I didn't care for him at all in Infinity War or uh, uh, Endgame. Well, or Endgame was a little bit different. I did not care side. for him in Infinity War. I love him in all those things. Uh, I thought he was good in this. I liked him. But so I but, liked him in this one. Okay. But to be fair, there's a third iteration of uh, Bruce Banner and the Incredible Hulk, and scene, yeah. uh, it's the best iteration there is compared to the just comparative to the other two actors that tried portraying a character. It's the best version they've ever. Seen. I've only seen the 2003 Eric Bana one, I think, yeah, and this is awful. leaps and bounds super bad. Well, and, and I that. love Eddie Norton. That's my boy. But right. uh, I love Eddie Norton too. He is was it was such a misfire for the sure. Hulk for him. I like how when they're rec- recruiting the Hulk in this, I do like especially. I mean, not to cut you off, but I like that the Hulk in this movie fucking looks like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it does. It's the yeah. same fucking human being. Yeah. Yeah. It's did, the they same a, human. They did a good job with in that. both other movies. CGI has done a lot better since. But, uh, but in both, it doesn't matter. Certain. But in both other movies, they just completely uh, neglected the fact that Incredible Hulk would look like the human actor that's portraying but him. But again, that goes back to I think CGI and it's no. The faces balance, were so we're, completely weirdly different. Ten years later, I feel like they could have made, especially Incredible Hulk, they could have made the Hulk look like Edward Norton if they wanted to. They just didn't want to do it. Maybe possibly um, by two thousand and eight. Yeah, they probably could have for sure. Yeah. They just didn't. Um, my my my. That's take, another reason why I think this one is the best version. This is a good version of the Hulk. My take on this movie is, and this is my this is my controversial take. Well, no, you you've kind of said this too. Is it? You said quite a few. Let's hear this. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I really like this movie a lot. But my thing is that like, uh, none of these characters are interesting enough to have their own movies. So they work brilliantly in the Avengers because when you have them all working together. Yeah. It's it's just enough. Well, the Hulk from all is interesting enough, but the only reason they did it this way is they didn't have the rights. No, no, no. I know that's why they didn't do it. Yeah. That's why they did it that way. I'm just yeah. saying, like they had to build up to it. But but I, I don't really think any of these characters. Captain America mostly worked in that first movie. That's fine. But for the most part, none of these characters are good enough to carry a whole movie. A lot of these they're characters are like. They're, they're ensemble characters. Yeah, but you put them and in one, fabulous. and I really liked Avengers. So you put them in one movie together, and all of a sudden it works and it makes sense because they can all play off each other. Well, and the Avengers is so goddamn good because yeah. the minute they start meeting each other, they all dislike each other, which I really like. Which I love that. Well, I really like because they're all from different universes. Well, they're all alpha males. Yeah, they're all alpha males, males and they're all yeah. you know at the point where you have Chris Evans telling him to put on the suit, tough guy. Like yeah. yeah. You know, like, I love... Scrap, put on the suit. I love that, and I love when Hemsworth is getting it on with Iron Man. They're just knocking each other around. That was great, yeah. That's fantastic. See, and that all works because you don't have... It's not just one character, it's everyone. Hyper-aggressive guys in all their movies, and you have to shove them together in a film. Yeah. Um, I loved... I was expecting a... The super cocky, you know, Iron Man who comes in and thinks he beats Loki right away, even though everyone else is having their, you know, like, Captain America's his ass whooped by Loki at the moment. I fucking love how Steve Rogers, too, is the good old Christian boy. He's about to dive out of the plane, and Black Widow tells him, I'd be careful, Cap. These guys are practically gods. And he goes, there's only one god I know, man. That don't look <laughs> <right."> <laughs> That was great. 
I did love how they all they, they didn't like each other. I was expecting yeah. this movie for them to all was, team up. No, I was and very happy team. that they didn't like each yeah, other. And they, yeah, they all got pissy and wanted yeah. to fight, and it was like a yeah. dick measuring competition. I was like, 100%. This, but this it is should way be. more interesting. Yeah, than, it should be 100%. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get back to the intro of the Hulk, they're setting up how dangerous this fucking guy is. Mm-hmm. Because when they see him sure. in Calcutta, um And I like that setup with the, with Black Widow. She shows up by herself. He goes, stop lying! And she pulls out her gun. And there's guns everywhere. And the whole place is surrounded with big-ass guns, you know? Um, So they're kind of setting up what's going to happen there. So Loki shows up, though, and um, they do a Nazi reference when they show Captain America there because he tells everybody to kneel. And he's like, this is what humanity wants. Subjugation. I was around somewhere before and And they told me to kneel, but I didn't do it. A Jewish guy stands up and he says, I will never kneel to a man like you or something. Then Captain America shows up. So you see the fucking symbolism there. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Loki. Wrong movie, but whatever. So they they bring him onto the... First of all, the scene where the helicarrier comes out of the water is awesome. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. I love that they had the big... Whatever it's called, the aircraft carrier. Yeah, whatever the carrier. They kind of goes into an aircraft invisible. carrier with like eight like wheels on it. And you're yeah, like, oh, was, that'll hold a, a thing that weighs probably a billion pounds in the air. No problem. Sure, I was happy to see that. Yeah. I that was cool. My only context for that was the X Men cartoon back in the day, where they kind of had that when Shield came in. The funny thing is, that's the Spider-Man. one thing I really hate about Winter Soldier is the stupid goddamn helicarriers. Why? I hate it because it's so stupid. Why? Oh, we've got all these helicarriers in the room. They can snipe anyone at any point, any time. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah, I've never heard anyone take, have that take on it. Well, this is my take on it. I hate it. I think it's stupid. I've had enough hot takes tonight. Somebody else <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm retired. Avengers <laughs> is awesome. We all it's, agree. It's Avengers a great showpiece. Uh, Thanos sends these these little alien henchmen down there to die. We all, we all know that. Well, they the helicarrier like, scene, because now Loki has uh, Hawkeye under his control. Right. He's got him under his spell. Is mind control. Oh um, yeah. Okay. I he's bad. That. Like eighty percent of the movie. That's right. I completely forgot yeah. about Hawkeye. Imagine that. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> they're very creative. They're very creative though with Hawkeye in this, with all the different things his arrows do. I yeah. think that's pretty cool touch. Uh huh. There's a whole thing on the helicarrier, but the big thing that happens here is the Hulk hulks yeah. out. Hulks he's out. gone batshit crazy. Now he's fighting Thor. You don't, you don't Thor. want to anger him. Yep. I love the interactions between him and Thor. It makes me very very happy. Because even when they're, when they're mad and fighting each other, it's great. And but when they're happy and fighting each other, it's also hilarious. Like when they're just standing next to each other, like ha ha, and then he punches them out of nowhere and flies off the screen. It's so much fun because the Thor can take it. Yeah, constantly abuse that guy. He's fine. He's a god. He's pretty much impervious. Loki, I like, I like their interaction. Beat that guy up. It's hilarious. Loki impales Agent Coulson in this. Yeah, and he supposedly dies. We know sort that's of. bullshit. Yeah, he comes he's back. Right. He, he comes, comes back. He comes back multiple times. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, I he's not dead. I, even I, a I totally bit. forgot about that because of that. When yeah. he died, I was almost shocked. I was like, "Wait a minute, Agent Coulson's like really famous. There's, he's got to come back." Yeah. Because yeah, comic sure decks mean nothing. So, yeah. So you know, comic decks do mean nothing. They mean nothing. Yeah. Everything come back. Yeah, it's fine. Great heroes have been killed dozens of, literally dozens yeah. of times. Yeah. yeah. Now we've got Loki and Stark Tower. And this is again one of the coolest like Iron Man suit ups. It's 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 a great like exchange <coughs> too. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Uh, you know, they're both cocky as shit. Um, so they're very similar characters retrospectively. Yeah. Um, one just happens to be a god. Iron Man pours a drink in that scene. And English. English. So and English. That's what I do. To be doing. fair, it's not a fancy drink either. It's probably something on the rocks. 
It is. He, just, yeah. well, he didn't have a lot of time. Right. He, he didn't make it old fashioned. Yeah, he, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. he was like, wait, There's I'm no bitters or you know, make, orange peel. I'm going to make a Manhattan <laughs> real quick. Yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes. Matt's like, I give that cocktail two stars. <laughs> two stars, terrible. Yeah. Well, when he throws Stark out the window, though, and that suit flies out after him and he, it fucking connects to his watches and suits him up right before he hits the ground, it was a really cool scene. And then they open that portal and the Chitari come out and. Everything about this is awesome. Yeah, and, and for like big ensemble things like this, you even though to it's sort of to a fault, you have to have something big and stupid like it's Nazis or a weird alien race or a bunch of robots because you need something for the whole cast to beat up on the entire time. Right. Sure. Um, so you can't just have and even like you know in fast forward to Endgame, it's like ah I'm Thanos. Oh look, there's this gigantic army that's with me. Just so all the rest of the cast have something to do this whole time you guys are fighting me. It's not like 80 heroes versus Thanos because that'd be over quick and be pretty dull. But it's like, hey, here's this whole thing of things you guys need to fight to get to me. Yeah. And that's why I think Avengers... And the thing we don't give a shit about, and it's always good, and I think they did it in good retrospect, is we don't give a fuck about killing aliens and robots. Kill all of them. Yeah. I think when you're murdering Nazis, even at some point in time, it's just like every now and then there's a cutaway shot of an innocent German guy that's like, I'm following Altus! Yeah. Yeah. Bah! <laughs> a blaster, that guy's nuked. I'm disagree with that comment. No. <laughs> to be fair, though, like, we love beating up on Nazis. Sure. But but even but like World War II, like, even World War II, like, videos where, like, we try to sympathize on them. Like, yeah, Tom Cruise, like, Project Voucher. Like, there was good Nazis there, too. And Trump's in the back, like, there's good people on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing that's always safe is killing aliens and robots. No one sure. gives a fuck about either of those people. Well, there, well you know what else, too? Possibly care. Again, this is something Matt could give a fuck less about, but the three of us really appreciate. Is the teamwork in this. Like, Iron Man's doing no, the repulsor No, I like that. I like yeah, that. And he's reflecting great. it off the shield, and then, like, Hulk's, you know, the Hulk and Thor teaming up, and, like, it's really cool. I, no, dude. I really like that. I thought it was clever. Everybody I, was playing to their own strengths. It was I, great. I think, too, for me, like, one of the cooler scenes that we kind of touched on earlier was when they were all kind of like you know trying to be the alpha male of one another you know and then they're they have it out in like that forest or whatever after they fall yeah. out the jet it's like one can beat one but the other can't beat the other yeah but like together they can beat like anyone mm-hmm. I, yeah. and not to circle back but i i think it's such an epic moment when that when the hammer hits the shield and it destroys yeah. all the trees around yeah. it because you're, you're basically asking for um, until we you know fast forward in the next few movies where things like start to break you're asking for two unbreakable, unmovable objects, right? The hammer versus when they work together. But the hammer versus the shield, right? Yeah. Like, is this impenetrable? It's made of like an alloy that's not even really available on Earth, and it's the shield. And then you have this outwardly not from Earth hammer that's also unbreakable and stronger than anything that made on Earth. And I love when you clang the two together; it just destroys everything, or all the yeah. trees like get knocked over and explode because you're like, yeah, what would happen? You got this. Weird chemical, you know, this weird mineral on Earth that doesn't really exist versus this thing that's made out in the fucking stars that yeah. also doesn't really exist. What happens when you clang the two together? Right. So I think that that moment is such a. For, as a comic fan, I'm just like, yep, that's what I want to feel when I hear when I see stuff like that because two things that don't make sense in any piece of paper when you clang them together, I want to see something fucking outrageous. How about like, Hulk ragdoll? Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like. I don't know if you guys can fill in like the rest of this quote. I forget how it goes, but like, it's when the jokes when the Joker is hanging upside down. It's like when two immovable objects meet or whatever. We're back uh, to DC. DC. Fuck. D- <laughs> all right. How about when uh, Hulk ragdolls Loki? 
Dude, that, awesome, dude. I love that they it's reference hilarious. back to it's it, too. Hilarious. It's so funny. It's so stupid. But... Especially the first time you ever see it, it's hilarious. But, I mean, and, and I feel bad for Tom the Middle Hiddleston. Uh, he, uh... Don't worry, he, he walked away safe. But he's not a physically opposing, a like, imposing guy, you know? So, I mean, but to be fair, Loki's character in the comics is not a big physically no. imposing character. Mm-hmm. He was a mischief guy stabbing the back. He would do the nefarious shit to cause you lots of harm. But he's not the guy that you're going to get in a fist fight with and be like, oh, yeah, he'd kick Hulk's ass. He would never kick Hulk's ass in a fucking fist fight. So I'm glad they ragdoll him in something like that, and I'm glad he, you know, physically lost in the in encounters he has. And it was just a hilarious scene, especially the first time you ever see it where he's, like, talking, like, all this, like, mad shit, like, like very evil shit to him, and he just fucking But that was his thing. Goes, boom, boom, he was just boom. a shit talker. Yeah. And, so, I, and I love it. Like, I am a god, you are beneath yeah, exactly. me. Yeah. No, that's a great thing. <laughs> this movie ends with Fury's gonna nuke New York yeah. just to contain this alien invasion. Why are men intercepts a new... It's would not that Fury, have, though. It's, would that it's, have worked? It's not Fury, though. It's, it's the, it's the like, council that Fury answers That's right. Yeah, I forgot. So Fury's like, like, hey, never hey talk my about team again. is, like, doing fine. We're going to figure it out. And all these other weird, like, country overlords are like, mm, and they're in the shadows talking, like, mm, They reference that in Winter Soldier, yeah, right? for sure. Okay. There's still a council. There's there a lot of now, weird, like, yeah. behind the scenes, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, government, like, raining, blah, blah, blahs. And so, they're like, oh, no, we're going to just bomb this whole thing. Anyhow, Iron Man throws the nuke into the mothership, and all the aliens fall down and die uh, for some fucking reason. Sure. ID4 rules. Then exactly. they get the Tesseract back, and Thor takes it back to Asgard. Everybody kind of goes their separate ways, and then the post credit scene is the biggest credit, probably the biggest one out of all of them. It's the oh, Thanos oh, reveal, right? It's Thanos stands up. Yeah. It's to challenge so, the Avengers. No, the, to challenge it's to challenge death. death itself. So that that is big on so many levels, and they don't really talk about they it don't. all they afterwards. Well, and they they go they take Thanos's story arc, and I like what they did they with it. They turn him into like a humanitarian. I like what they did with it, but yeah, they go, but they do a really brilliant job. Thanos on was it. right because Thanos's <laughs> Thanos's main story arc doesn't really make a lot of sense. He's a death pedophile. Uh, so, but his arc in the movies, yeah. <laughs> Matt's like pedophile. Did you say? Like, well, I, I'm interested now. Would anybody else here? hit the inside of this table? Uh, no, but so Thanos has a really weird, funky story arc in the comics, where he's in love with death and he's trying to court death and marry death in, and, in the physical form. And, and he no, wants to be he like, wants yeah. to be with death in death's like corporeal like sense. Um, so at the end of Avengers, they even say that where it's, so they, so, you know, uh, Thanos is hanging out and they're like, hey, we can't fight the Avengers. To fight them is to court death itself. And then you see Thanos like fully erect, just stand up and like knock over the guy with his hard dick. Um, <laughs> so in the comic- so, but that's the only, that's the only as far as they ever take it at all with Thanos' original story arc. In the comic, death is an actual character. Yeah, no, I'm aware, I'm kind of He does evaporate. He's not even hot. He does evaporate fifty percent of everything, but it's to appease her. Yeah. I mean, whatever he do, he keeps trying. To it's do literally things. still the Grim Reaper. It's yeah. a freaking skeleton in a cloak. She doesn't give a fuck about him the no. entire time. So she doesn't give a shit about Thanos, but he does everything he does weirdly. I mean, the the comic writers really had like low aspirations growing up because they're like, like, oh yeah. You know, it's like when you're like a little fucking you know fifteen year old boy, you do everything to appease the eighteen year old hot chick next door. This chick wasn't even hot. This is a skeleton in a robe. But so yeah, Thanos's aspirations of like why he does things. He's in the eye of the beholder, Lewis. But they're <laughs> all right. But uh, <laughs> but Thanos's aspirations of comics are really short sighted. But I, I I do like. I always really love when they flesh out villains to make you think like, wait a minute, 
Is so, he right? Uh, you know, and I know you didn't like Killmonger, but I, I like where Killmonger comes from along those spots. No, I, I, and his, his ideology doesn't bother me. I, it was more the acting, to be honest. And I like Michael B. Uh, Jordan a lot. Well, I like Michael B. Jordan, but I like the ideology behind it. But I, I, I like anything, I like anytime there's a villain that makes you think, and a lot of Bond villains sometimes do this, Matt. Matt would say so. I just checked uh, out for the last few seconds. Uh, right, right. I just blacked out. Did you say Bond? Uh, yeah, I'm back. But, now. Uh, I'm back. But I like, I like anytime villains make you like think in your head, like, oh shit, they're right about a few things. Sure. So, as we wrap this up, you are not in agreement that Avengers is the best out of all these. Out of these. No, I will Phase say one. it is. It is. It is for me. You're yeah, all in totally agreement there. All in yeah, agreement. Yeah, 100. Yeah, What's the worst one? You, we know yours. Thor. Iron Man two. Yeah, I'll go with two. I'm gonna go with Thor, but I like the all these. Nope. I like all these. Also, nope. Um, best villain. Out of these. Oh, fuck. Out of these. Oh, Red, I'll start Loki. Red Skull. He's. he's your dick was all hard for Red Skull, dude. He's a cool Nazi. Red Skull is a... He's a cool Nazi! No, he just here to have a good time. <laughs> he's not here for genocide, he's just here for a good time. Yeah, I, right. I'd probably have to say Loki, because he's the one that's been flushed out the most. We have, we have the most kind of, like, conceptual vision of him. No everyone, else, everyone else dies after the first viewing. Worst villain. Whiplash. What else are we talking about here? Uh, Red Skull, Loki, Red Skull, Whiplash, Loki. Ironmonger. If you want to count Incredible Hulk, Abomination. Abomination for sure. But the problem is, I like that guy. All right, let's. We didn't even talk about Incredible at all. So I like. What is that guy's name? The actor's name. I'm back out again. Jeffrey something. <laughs> no, I don't know his name. I'll go Whiplash. I don't think. I but he is awesome in that movie until he turns into Abomination. Yeah. Even when he's like transitioning into Abomination, he is really good as the bad guy in that movie. So he fights the Incredible Hulk as a nobody, as a nothing. He just has the one dose of super uh, of the super soldier serum. Uh, you're gonna die. The, the Hulk's gonna rip you apart, and yeah. he's just such a narcissistic psychopath. Yeah. Um, and this great British actor, I forget his name, but he's really good in everything he's in. He's yeah. really good in it. I, I couldn't figure out who he was, what his name was, or who uh, he was from. But like, I, I know but I've seen like every movie he's in, he's yeah, very good. Exactly. He's always good in everything he's in. Yeah, but, but I have to go Whiplash and. But um, t- but the problem is, is like you're looking at two different things. Like, so Abomination is not that guy. I well, think it's like I, Jeffrey I something is that guy. Okay, well, Whiplash well, again well, is half a movie. I'm assuming we would call Tim Roth. Lo- Tim, Tim Roth. Roth. He's fabulous. Planet of the Apes too. Like, yeah, great. Um, so I'm assuming until he's full Abomination, then it, it's just so I'm bad after we, that. We call Loki the main villain of Avengers, correct? Yeah. And okay. Four. So we can't we can't say it's Loki. Yeah, it's not gonna be Hugo Weaving. No, he's so fabulous. It's Jeff Bridges and Whiplash. Yeah, I have to pee. Or My least favorite Marvel villain <laughs> is Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> um, what do you? Uh, are, I mean, obviously the end fight for Avengers is without a shadow of a doubt the best it's so, action so scene in all these movies. And again, I don't know if it's just because it's not against one entity. It's not like it's the Avengers versus Loki. Um, you know, it's it's them, and they have this whole army of aliens to kill. And then the culmination is, of course, you know, Iron Man taking this nuke up to the mothership and just be like, bye. See, for my money, the worst in-fight scene in this all these movies, Phase 1, is Thor. It's shit. There's really not much to it. Him versus really Loki not. on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not fabulous. 
No, and I, it does suck because him versus the the ice giants is fabulous. It's so much fun. <coughs> they have that weird giant ice demon out of nowhere that the CGI is kind of wonky on. Captain America Red Skull is pretty uneventful too, though. Yeah. It is, but just but the concept between the two of them is so great. We should have had a much better fight. So the fight, sure. the fight scene, I agree, is anticlimactic, but not the ending for me. For you, Captain you, America, so, or, yeah, yeah, for Captain America, because you you crash and then all of a sudden, but you, you know that's his eventuality. You're being tricked, and you're, yeah, you're his eventuality. And, and I do like the ending where he's just boxing and then knocks the the heavy bag off the thing and picks it up and yeah. like, oh, by the way, <laughs> you're in twenty, you know, whatever, yeah. not nineteen fifty. Um, yeah, I do like that part. And then he breaks out. And they're like, "Hey, Cap, we got guns pointed at you. Like, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Why don't you tell me where I'm at? What what year is this?" I, I like all of that. It's a fake baseball game. Yeah. He's hearing on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like all I, of that. I love the ending, but I agree that the actual ending fight scene is no him and Hugh is just trash. Yeah, it's it's awful. And they could have had so much more. Fucking Hugo, we've been a fucking goddamn Matrix. Motherfucking can get the fuck down. I mean, Agent yeah. Smith can get the fuck down. You can't tell me you can't choreograph a good fight with that guy. We have it. We have it on film. Yeah. He's a bad, bad man. Um. Yeah, I mean, as, as I think if we wrap this conversation up here, like, phase one <clears throat> is, like we talked about, one of the most important, like, things that happen kind of in modern cinema as far as like action franchise and stuff because well it took so much time doing all the right steps taking it slowly introducing a whole bunch of characters very quietly and became the blueprint yeah you know everybody tried to copy them after this but they, but they, they, they all try to take shortcuts and yeah. that's where they yeah. all failed yeah that's yeah. where it's like anything right like you do something you're like oh cool how do we do that in three movies as opposed to ten you're exactly like, oh yeah because we're trying to make oh, money now not yeah. tomorrow well that's probably not gonna work out also blue light in the sky this is the first one yeah and then they all started to try to do that too, you know. Um, so much that it's almost like becoming incestuous, where um, no one ever thought in a million years Guardians of the Galaxy would ever be worth a goddamn thing, because it's such an offshoot group of characters that literally no one gives a shit about. Yeah. And James Gunn made this fucking household name that's fabulous. You know what though? But um, in, in my opinion, that goes back to again the things that overall the MCU kind of lacks, which is good directing and good screenwriting, and then they had a, a badass soundtrack that sucked a lot of people in. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, I honestly think Guardians of the Galaxy could have been with any group of heroes, and they would have done, as long as they had those components, they would have done a great job with it. Uh, but now it's funny, because we have, you know, Suicide Squad 2, James Gunn's directing it, and it, I think it looks really, really good, so... Did you like the first one? No, not even a little bit. Uh, so... I really like Will Smith's character in the first one. It looks better in the first and one. And I think uh, Harley Quinn was. I think uh, Margot Robbie does a great job as that character. Well, look, she's just but the so rest hot of the movie did no wrong. Yeah, I mean, I keep referring back to both Wall Street. I'm like, I love you. Yeah, I love her so much. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I still think friend. she does an okay job. And even in Birds of Prey, I think she does a good job I as Harley so Quinn. I thought but so too. the rest of those movies are awful. Birds of Prey was. I think, in some regards, even worse than Goddamn Suicide Squad. Which is where we I, talked about DC so you know, fucking that much That was a this. terrible ass movie. Like, you have to go through an edit I, all of DC. I, I, horrible I ass movie. I didn't think it was that bad. I kind of like Birds of Prey. Oh, no. Birds of Prey is terrible. No. I, I disagree. Matt, no. Ewan McGregor is, uh, is like the Black Skull? I didn't say it was great. I said I didn't, I didn't hate it. Any comments no. before we wrap this up? 
Maybe. I liked I liked Avengers. It was good. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. No, this is no. So so here's. I liked the Nazi party in Captain America. Here's 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 what happened. Good sides on both of the party. I liked I liked Avengers enough and Captain America enough. There was like enough momentum where I was like, you know what, this is pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to Phase Two. And then I started Phase Two, and it was Iron Man Three and Thor: The Dark World, and it broke me. <laughs> Please, please go to Winter Soldier. I know, please I know, I know, I know. I need to go to Winter Soldier, so I'm. I will do that in the future. We will do more of these. Yeah. Um, I, I will get through them all eventually. Yeah. But uh, I, overall, I would say these kind of weren't what I was expecting. You know, the the Marvel thing that I've always heard was. Were they there. not misogynistic enough for you? No, it's just that everything <laughs> I've always heard about Marvel is they're they're good but bland, and I would say these were mo- for me. These were mostly. Bland and not great. They're entertaining enough. See, I would say they're good, but not great for most of them. Yeah. But I think most of the people that you talk to <coughs> like really get into these movies, like they're they're fanboys. Oh, n- yeah. No, I got that. Um, and 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 well, like I loved Avengers. I thought Avengers was actually a legitimately good movie. I would go back and rewatch Avengers. It was great. Yeah. Um, you can tell. That was the movie they really wanted to make. Yeah. And I do want to see more of those in the future. I want to see more of the Avengers. I want to see more of the team of movies and all that stuff. It's never going to be 100% my thing, but I'm finally glad I got around to it. All right. Well, we will do a phase two podcast down the road. We'll take a little break from this. I don't know what we're going to do next, but we'll do something. It'll be 2025. <laughs> Marvel will be on phase seven by that point, and I'll be just getting to phase two. Well, uh, so that will do it for now. Thanks, my friends, for uh, joining us, and we'll do it again. Thank you for providing such a friendly and inclusive environment, big guy.